Hello, good evening, and welcome to the Cantina Mekis podcast, uh, a barroom conversation about Liga Mekis in the world of soccer. My name is John Jagu. Glad to have you guys with us this evening. It's a big week in the world of soccer. It's a World Cup qualifying is uh, going to be happening all over the world. So have plenty to discuss. Of course, we'll be talking about the Mexico-Costa Rica game that is going to be played this Friday night in the Estadio Azteca and then the trip over to Trinidad a few days later as Mexico has four points after two games in the hex and uh, have a real good chance to uh, come uh, put themselves in a good position to qualify with a good run of play in these next two games. As always... We are live on YouTube on Wednesday nights about this time, 9, 9.30, and we'll be on for the next couple hours. And you can listen to this and other editions of the Cantina Mekis podcast from the Podcast Center on iTunes or on Google Play. So, again, we appreciate you all joining us. Thank you very much. It would not be a Cantina Mekis podcast if we didn't have a distinguished panel of participants, and that is uh, no different tonight. We always uh, aim high, and, 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 we, and we go higher here at the Cantina Mekis Podcast. And once again, just another stellar cast with you this evening. Over in, in Kyle, Texas, which is about uh, about 40 miles from here, but takes like an hour and a half because of Austin traffic. We have with us Albert El Chiquiscampa. Albert, how are you? Hey, what's up, everybody? Doing good. Now, Albert, is, was this the game that you are planning on going to, or are you going to the uh, games in June? The June ones. Excuse me. Well, you better hope for your sake that they're still going to be at the Azteca, but we'll uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Good to have you on, Albert. And Albert, you'll be setting up a uh, a, a telephone number for our for our audience to call in. Yeah, in a couple of minutes, I'll have it ready. I'll tweet it out and I'll put it on the our chat. Excellent. Well, uh, for you folks that want to, uh, we do want to hear from you. So please, uh, once Albert posts that number, uh, feel free to give us a call, and we will uh, let you uh, sit in on the panel. Over in South Los Angeles, a gentleman who uh, we missed last week. He had a prior engagements, very important, very important meetings. He he was he was taking some meetings, so he wasn't able to join us. Uh, but he's with us with this evening. Of course, I'm talking about none other than a gentleman who I'm sure uh, Saturday night was I'm sure he was he was belting it. I'm talking about Joel Aceves. Joel, how are you? Kubala John, doing. It's been a good week. I'm doing good. Glad to hear it, uh, Joel. Uh, is, uh, is is are you starting to have a, a, a relationship rekindling, or are you still uh, are you still on the outside looking in? No, still on the outside, John. I, I think that's yeah. that's not changing. Yeah. The that's flowers and feel. the chocolate were nice, but but you're still well. Nothing's going to change just yet. Hey, the ownership. Until the ownership changes, I don't self-attaching you know fully to the team um but that doesn't mean i can't enjoy the wins or so you you, you were rooting from time root to time i understand i understand well we'll get into that uh, probably in the second hour of our podcast because we do want to dedicate uh, uh some other uh time to uh, what's going to happen this weekend and, and, and in the next week so good to have you on joel thank you and of course we have to introduce a man who who needs no introduction but but does get one anyway of course, we're talking about Ron Luna. Ron, are you with us, or are you still having uh, problemas? Sounds like he's still having problems. Oh, there we go. There we go. there we go. There we go. Yeah. Did you plug it in, Ron? 
Yeah, I guess uh, yeah, uh, my headphones aren't working right now, so. Yeah, well, you probably don't get very good reception in the Citadel, so I I, I would understand that you're having having some issues. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is true, John. That is true. Yeah, I I have to keep myself in the Citadel because uh, I get no respect elsewhere. <laughs> well, I do, I do, uh, I do believe that we have someone who has made a request to uh, come and and peruse the books because he has a. He has an assignment, so you know, I, don't, I don't know what your policy yeah. is on letting other people in. Who, who, who needs who needs access? It would be uh, it would be Brother Joel who, uh, who yes. needs to look up some uh, some stuff. Ron just reminded me of Ronnie Dangerfield. I get, <laughs> I get no respect. I get the, yeah. I get no no respect. No respect. You know, my mom never breastfed me. I tried. Me. I, I, I tried like a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I tried Hi going everybody. To... We're all gonna get late. <laughs> yeah. I, yes. I tried going to the Citadel, but Ron always has the con fishing sign. We're <laughs> out to lunch. What, what, what information do you need? <laughs> well, well, you know Costa Rica, Max. Just like a brief history of, you know, the rivalry. First time they played, probably first big I, match. I, I, yeah, I have, I have all that information. Um... <laughs> Uh, See, maybe, maybe you could hire Joel ori- to be, to be ori- your that scanner. That was Mexico's original uh, rival. Yeah, that's the original Clásico. But although it was Mexico's original rival, it still was. It, it still wasn't in many cases. It, it wasn't reciprocal. Um, but I mean, I, I mean, they, they, they and, and you know, Ron, living in Los Angeles, I would have thought Mexico's original rival was El Salvador. You know what? It's same thing because you know, living in Houston, same thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, you know, you, you think it'd be Honduras and, and El Salvador because of the animosity. Sometimes the their fans, you know, yeah, sh- and, uh, and, and yeah, you you went to before some. And I bet you Guatemala and, feels it's the same way. It was like the old west going to the sta- the wild west going to the stadium, and uh, there would be a lot of fights in the stands or just going to the stadium or coming out of the stadium. Well, I told you my experience. Uh, Ronnie, when we were when I was in Houston over at uh, at that place on Hillcroft, Rita's. Yeah, Rita's. God, I love that. Place. Where the place was, it was, it was, <laughs> it, was, it, was it was full of uh, of 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 uh, chapines. Yeah. Because they wanted to watch their game, but then they realized that it was on ESPN. So like, so like they took up the whole place to watch a game where they thought it was going to be like a pay per view, where where it was you know being broadcast for free, leaving leaving me and some other poor schlep to uh, watch the Mexico Panama game like on a eight inch black and white over the bar. <laughs> So uh, I miss I miss that place. Yeah, I mean, a, after after uh, after Mexico started, you know, Fox Sports and stuff like that started, you know, hosting uh, Copa Libertadores and the Olympic qualifiers, the the pre Olympic qualifiers and stuff like that. I mean, right. Obviously, there was no point of going back to the place. But but, but yeah. you know what? There is something to watching a like like World Cup qualifying or a high intensity match and like a bar, you know, and and, so, I mean, that, that, and the rival the rival fans are there too, and and. You know what I mean? They, they're celebrating when they score on your team, or, or yeah, and you you know you have that feeling of like. Let's face it, Joel. You want to see chingasos is what you want to see. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, John. But I, but I just don't want to. I, I don't want to partake. I just want to watch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, I don't. I don't have those beto beto skills yet. Right. Man. So because then you can go look. Hey, you just look at that. Look at how those guys are behaving. You know, you want to. You know, you have a moral high road. You need to. You know, I say, go get me another beer so I can watch this. Watch the next one. <laughs> I, I understand. 
I understand. Well, gentlemen, there is a uh, World Cup qualifying is back. Uh, Mexico in the hex has uh, four points. Uh, they're in second place. Right now, it's uh, Costa Rica that's in first place with uh, six points. And I think that we, we, we agreed that their first two games were at home. Is that correct? So yeah. these next two uh, should probably be on the road uh, for Costa Rica. And, of course, they're playing in uh, at the, the Estadio Azteca. It'll be Friday night uh, at around 8 o'clock is when the game gets going. CONCACAF, uh, I don't know if you all noticed, but uh, they got a little smart. They have the games going one, two, three uh, as far as time, so people can uh, can watch all three of them. You know, because I know that uh, I know that you guys are just going to be glued to your television to, to scout uh, the, the the Trinidad Panama game first as the as the appetizer, and then they have the Mexico Costa Rica match, and then the nightcap is out in the West Coast, uh, U.S. against Honduras, which the Honduras coach this week said, "Well, the refs are gonna are gonna make sure that the U.S. wins." So, uh, yeah, you, you kind of hate it when when that stuff happens, but. You know what? The old uh, the old guard, the one that was taken down, you know, by the FBI, I wouldn't put it past him. So you're saying meet the new boss, same as the old boss? I don't know, man. I, I don't know if the, the new boss is going to allow for those type of shenanigans early on. Well, yeah, I mean, who knows? I mean, I don't know. You know, I mean, honestly, the U.S. should have uh, – I mean, they've – other than that game in 2002, they should have no problem. You, you, you know, John, like, us, but... you, have you ever seen, I think, that, uh, who I don't remember which British tabloid or not tab, uh, newspaper, but they actually did a report on, on, the, on the match the U.S. played against Trinidad and Tobago back in 1989. Right. Did you ever oh. watch it? Was the, it, was the, it was the Guardian, I think. Was, they had the article yeah. about it, yeah, that there were. Yeah, I mean. Anomalies. There was anomalies yeah, during the match. There were huge anomalies, and uh, and and it all, you know, be, be, besides that match, I mean, they, you know, Mexico getting eliminated or getting suspended out of the World Cup for something that other teams have done and and continue to do of of using overage players. That was that was a, 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 a uh, that was done to to ensure that the U.S. Grew, you know, in terms of soccer, you know, so they had the experience going into the '94 World Cup. They wanted to ensure that the U.S. had the experience going going into the World Cup in '96 or '94. I'm sorry. So, so, so it, just it, out of curiosity, I, I, when did uh, when did Blazer and uh, and uh, Warner when did they get involved in the Exco? They, if memory serves, if memory Was serves, before me, or after 1988. Um, Warner, Warner, and them started going. If I'm not mistaken, they took over. I think in ninety ninety one. But the, the the wheels were already set in motion because the the the, the U.S. getting the World Cup happened around that time. So I mean, originally, you know, the U.S. was supposed to host the, the eighty six World Cup after Colombia couldn't do it. Right. And FIFA was dead set on having one in the United States. Yeah, and and they needed it because uh, the NASL was bleeding, and they well they were the they, they, they were trying already, to save it. Yeah, they they had already, you know, uh, they had already uh, folded. I think they folded what I think in '84, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but the, they, I mean, they had already they had already folded the NASL. They still wanted the soccer. Uh, 
what's the name? Soria Terrazas, the guy that uh, ran, you know, CONCACAF for many years. He, you know, he was on his way out and, uh, and Blazer, Blazer was the one that actually took the initiative of getting, you know, getting, you know, uh, he knew that he couldn't get elected president, but he knew that he could get Jack Warner president. And he says, look, you can get all the windows behind. I can get them, you know, behind you. So I, I don't it's know. A, like that. That's a very, uh, the timing is, is, is very interesting. Yep. If, uh, if it did happen. But uh, but I always laugh. I always laugh when they say that Mexico that they helped Mexico go, uh, get get into the uh, two, what is it two thousand two World Cup. Remember when Trinidad was it Honduras like hit the post like six seven times. Right. You remember that? Oh yeah, no, that was. Uh, I mean, they that, that was the the one shock, and that was at in Honduras too. It was in Honduras that they lost that yeah. game. Just a, just yeah. an absolute shocker. Absolutely. I still think I still think that that was the best Honduras side that I've seen too. By the way, oh, there's no question. Well, you know, the one in '82 was was really decent because I mean they, you know, and the best part about it is it didn't play scared, which, uh, you know, I wish that Honduras would 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 play like that now, especially when they play the uh, the because they have the you know at least the the athletic skills to to really scare the hell out of some teams, and. Uh, but but you're right though that that 2002 I mean the uh, Pantera that was before he was injured so he was just a, gee, he was an animal he was a great player yeah. he was so he I remember watching that game uh, uh, when uh, who was it was it uh, it was was it Mesa's last game when they just just destroyed him yeah <laughs> I mean just destroyed Mac I mean it wasn't even close I mean it was they were they just crushed him and uh, yeah I remember I remember Swaso and that was just I mean he was unstoppable I was like man this and this is a really really I mean he was just Absolutely terrific. We just, yeah, he got injured and he was never the same. Ooh. But uh, so Mexico's playing Costa Rica at the Azteca. Uh, in theory, uh, Mexico should be and is, you know, you know, I'm not say heavy favorites, but they're they're strong favorites. I'll ask y'all straight up: Is is Mexico going to walk out of that stadium with three points? If 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 Osorio does. What what he's supposed to do in, in terms of of not just you know advancing all the lines and and, and worry about you know the the, the, the state you know the fans because you know they obviously want to win and they want to win convincingly you know they want three points and, and like they, they say ganar golear y gustar right right I um I kind of have to and I and I wrote this I think in the, uh, I wrote this I responded to who was it Pancho Villa's army little questionnaire about, you know, does, does, does the Azteca, you know, carry its, you know, does it intimidate anymore? I don't remember the exact question, you know, but uh, aside from the fact that, you know, our players, you know, are also get, are also affected by the altitude. I think that, and this was, and this happened last, last uh, world cup cycle that our tactics, our, our game plan was all wrong. Um, because those teams come into into Azteca Stadium and they're they're fine parking the bus, they're fine, they're okay. They want to get at least a draw. And what Mexico does is they start getting desperate and they start advancing, advancing their lines, and obviously they're exposing their back line. And they can get killed in the counterattacking. I am of the believer that it's time to be more 
pragmatic and, 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 and you can still you can still concede possession, but you can still maintain control, the tempo and, 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 and the given tactics that you have, you know, that you, that you uh, implement. You know, it's interesting John. to say that, Ronnie, because uh, Joel, and I guess Joel, please, Joel. There, there you go, beating me to it again, John. No, no, I was, I, I was, first, gonna, I was, I was going to, yeah. First, Ron, first I'm trying to write an article, and John already published <laughs> the same topic article. Well, I, I mean. No, I was about to say we were going to, we were just talking about, it's like you were listening in on our conversation. Uh, we were saying the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, and it's true, I mean. You can, you can, you know, and, and I'm not saying that you have to play, you know, bunker ball. Uh, what I'm saying is that, you know, conceding possession is like, you know, always, you know, just like, you know, like booted out out of your territory. I said, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm, what I'm saying is that you can concede possession at least for the short while and, 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 and control the match. And no, then, but it's, it's like you said, Ron, with with, with the uh, you know triple G, yeah, and and the fans at the Azteca will turn on you. You know, if you're not in, if you're not playing silky soccer, you're not entertaining them. They're gonna start booing you. Yeah, you know, and it's like you, you know, like like you said, the Mexico team gets desperate, but they also, you know, they end up doing the bulk of the work, and and when you have the players that aren't. They're not used to playing at Azteca at altitude. They end up tiring themselves out. They they do. They they really do. And and you know I again, you know you going back to what what the the fans start you know turning on the team. You know La, La, La Puente said it best. You know it's like you know if you wanted to spec you know if you want to show you know go to the circus. Um, I, there's some truth into that because <laughs> the team you know the, I think Osorio would be stupid. To, to go guns a blazing. One thing on those on those tactics though, yeah. and maybe like going off a counter, is that we're missing our probably our speedier guy. Well, I guess we got them, but Chucky's not there, Tecatito's not there, Giovanni's not there for the counter. Those are our counter attack guys. But I'm pretty sure that 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 uh, the Chicharito and Jurgen and Carlos Vela could get a pretty raging counter going without any. You know that's one thing. That's one thing that the, you know. Look, I, I I think I think that in terms of Mexico being the better team, Mexico is the, obviously the better team, and I understand the Central American teams have gone better, but I I also believe that those teams still don't play, you know, toe to toe, to with Mexico because Mexico will play, they will play, you know, al al doesn't matter if they're playing in San Pedro Sula or it doesn't matter if they're playing in in, in San Jose or whatever. Those teams won't do that in Mexico, and you guys know that. In fact, you know, even in, in you know many times in the Gold Cup, they don't in the U.S. They 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 they, they right. would rather. Yeah, know, Honduras is particularly notorious for it. Yeah, so uh, I I I I just think that you know Mexico needs to be pragmatic, and 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 after they score first, wait for the team to op- wait wait for the opposing team to open up. And then they can, you know, then they can, you know, you know, you know, play a little bit more to their style. But I, I think that they should play the percentages, and I think that they should go for, 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 uh, for, um, you know, high percentage passing, you know, good defense. You know, I, that's that's what I hope that uh, Osorio does with the team. You know, one way that they can uh, not, you know, you say you say concede uh, possession, but not concede your style is. Instead of instead of bringing it up, you know, from the goalie to the defenders, have the goalie just just 
send a balón dividido the entire game, whether it's with this, you know, whether he's despejando or just kicking it. Yeah. You know, l l l let him juke it out in the midfield, and that way, if you get it, then you can go. But if you yeah. don't, then you back up, and and then you, yeah. So there's there's no reason they need to walk it up every time. El, 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 last time around, uh, last World Cup qual uh, qualifying campaign, uh, El Ruso Barelowski said something that uh, I don't remember how exactly he said it, but but he how do you feel about Russo as a, as a commentator? Uh, and, and a, he, he gets a lot of good insight. He gets yeah, a lot of. I think so too. He gets. He, he he tends to get a little bit rattled sometimes by by Marina and the other guys. But you know what I love about him is that he's so respectfully, he's so respectfully, yeah. and and just and just so eloquently tells him to shut the f up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But 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 going back to what he said, and 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 I, and I agree with him because he was he was talking about that you know you can concede possession. But I'm going to tell you, goes. I'm going to give you the ball, or I'm going to give you the opportunity for you to come and attack. But I'm going to dictate how you're going to attack, where you're going to attack, and how many times you're going to attack. You know, and obviously he said it in the Spanish, and and it sounded better. But I mean, that the gist of it was basically, you know, just don't don't think that just because you send more guys up front that you're being offensive. It's it's not, you know. One thing they always had had a problem with in the past, and not so much recently, but uh, they'd want to walk the ball into the goal. Yeah, yeah. Like a far away shot, or maybe a distancia shot, something like that to threaten. Well, I mean, it's pretty obvious with uh, a lot of the lineups that I've seen what their strategy is going to be, uh, especially if Dom plays, because one thing he has is that he can he's used to it. Well, number one, number two, he is lightning fast, and number three, his his crosses are are you know more often than not halfway decent. And if Chicharito's playing, I mean, if Chicharito gets open for a cross like that, he nine times out of ten will will put him in the net. Yeah. So and if you uh, if you and if you you know recall a lot of Chicharito's best goals in Manchester United, you know, was him playing out, you know, basically running an open field on right. on, a, on counters. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, yeah, he's a terrific counterattacker. So yeah, so I mean, because I mean, people always accuse him of just being a poacher, but you know, that's inside the box, and he's very good inside the box. But he God, what also... is? I don't mean to interrupt, Ryan, but what what the, what is so wrong with being a poacher? I mean, I mean, how do you win? Nothing. Games? I that that that's wrong. Actually. No, I, 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 I know you don't have a problem with it, but I just I've never understood because oh, all you know, all he does is score. That's what he's that is that's what he's paid to do. Yeah. Why, yeah. why are people on his case for Chicharito scoring goals? Yeah, you know? yeah. I, I to me, I, I think Chicharito running towards the goal is a lot better than Chicharito basically playing his back towards the goal. Mm. There's no question, absolutely. And 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 what he does so well, you know, as far, I think his finishing skills are are above average. They're not excellent, but what he does extremely well, and why why have so many chances is that he he finds spots to make himself wide open, and he does that better almost than anybody in the world. I mean, he really knows how to position himself and how to juke defenders to, to find that one tiny little opening. And then he, you know, and, and, and if he gets that opportunity, man, he is just, okay. he's, and, and he just hasn't had those opportunities. They just, they haven't. I mean, they played uh, in, in the last uh, hex, when they last had played Costa Rica and Mexico, Costa Rica had more shots on goal, which was like two to, to Mexico's zero. They had no shots on goal the entire game. Nothing, yeah. nothing. It, yeah. was, uh, it was, it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was painful to watch. Yeah. So. Isn't too, uh... Do you, uh, do you agree with that uh, sentiment, uh, Chiquis? Or, you know, about Chicharito? What? That he's. Or are you still mad at him? 
Well, I think karma, karma has struck. Uh, I think he's a little bit sad now. He's a little bit sentimental. Oh, that's the wrong one. Damn, I hit the wrong button. What is, what is he no, sad about? I was supposed about? to play this one. He's my nemesis. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you guys seen the news, like not to get into cheesemas or anything, but uh, that, uh, what's, what's her name? Cody? Camila Soli. Camila Soli, yeah. She, uh, I posted a link of her Twitter or of her Instagram post where she said uh, something that might have been directed at, at uh, Chicharito dissing him, saying that he was uh, pretty much, what is that, that phrase? Le quedo grande la yegua. I think I think she was like in in his in his bucket list, you know. Oh, uh, so it was just like a one-time thing. Yeah. It sounded like well, that she was like sending him sending him packing. But, uh, but yeah, I, I agree with what you guys are saying. I, I like this Chicha. new chicha chicharito, you know. It's off the field exploits. Yeah, he's, he's becoming he's becoming a player. There's no question. He's, yeah, man, he's he's gonna leave a you know. But you don't like La Chofis and his. Well, I guess La Chofis has consequences. No, I I have nothing against La Chofis. Okay. You, I was are, just saying, you are anti Chofis. I was just saying why he was lacking concentration. You know. You know, um, I I personally have like two kids already. Yes, yeah, I, that's nothing wrong with that. You know? No, no, but I think he has to worry about it. Is, it, is it the same? Is it the same mom? He has the no. I don't think so. He, he has the baby mama drama. <laughs> wow, wow, you that's know what happened, that's what happened with uh, what's the name Castillo, the homie Castillo. Yeah. Oh, he had like a fifteen-year-old girl, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he had, she was both. She was both a milf and jailbait. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't think in Mexico though, right? And was that is that like legal? It was like twelve. I, I don't think. The, I, I don't think the parents had a problem because they saw. You know, <laughs> they saw the <laughs> But no, but uh, going back to the game, the uh, <laughs> so so Ronnie, your your strategy would be to let them think let them think that they're that they're attacking us, but we're really gonna. So it's kind of it's kind of like how 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 the other team defends Mexico. Is, is is what Bailowski said Mexico should do to the other team. Yeah, I mean, you know, as opposed to advancing the lines and, and, and having them, you know, play the bunker or, you know, play the bus, you know, or, or park the bus, you know, trick them into, into, uh, into basically, you know, letting them get out of their shell, you know? Right. And, and then once you open up or once you score, uh, and have them, you know, I mean, obviously they're going to want to open up a little. Then, you know, go back to what you, what you know how to do best. And, you know, Mexico knows how to play well, you know, possession-wise. But the team, they do that best. And, that, and that's why I've always said that, you know, I, I like Mexico when they play Brazil, when they play, you know, Argentina and stuff like that. Because obviously those teams like to open up regardless, you know. Right. And and, and Mexico's done – they played very good games – Regardless of the of, of the result, they played some very very good games because both teams like to play. It's, it's always tough yeah. when one team doesn't want to play or, or one team is just dead set but on. The on, big on, difference on. between playing those two teams, though, for Mexico, is that it, it's 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 the, it's that 
there, there are a few teams that Mexico has a hard time getting the ball back from, and, and Brazil and Argentina are, are, are two of those. Probably yeah. the only two, honestly. Yeah, but Mexico can fare, fares, but at least in, in you know recent history, mm-hmm. Mexico has fared well, very well against Brazil. Not so much uh, uh, Argentina. You know? yeah, how bizarre is that? I mean, think think about that because how? I mean, the overwhelming majority of, of foreign players in Mexico are Argentine, right? I mean, Mexico plays. I mean, how many coaches in Mexico are Argentine? I mean, Mexico plays Argentine soccer and has, yeah. you know, for 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 generations. And and you would think that they would they would know how to deal with that, but 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 they have. You're right. I mean, they beat Argentina in the Copa America, and 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 I can't think of another time where they've even come. I mean, they just haven't drawn or anything. They've lost, lose, 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 lose. Yeah. It's uh. But Brazil, like you say, they've just they've. I'm not gonna say they've owned, but they've had probably more success uh, than any other country uh, against Brazil. And uh, and against their full full uh, their full teams, you know, in in Brazil, in in you know. Oh, you know, outside in Europe and Asia and right. stuff like that, against you know, and and this goes back even to to their youth system. Uh, and keep in mind, keep in mind that you know Mexico was one of the few teams because they did this. I think they did it when uh, when Borja was a player. They they've been one of the few teams that have been actually you know they've been able to go into Brazil and actually beat Brazil in Brazil. They did it, you know. They, they did it back in the in the seventies, if I'm not mistaken. Obviously, Mexico doesn't play Brazil too many times in Brazil, but uh, well, that was a kid they did. And I remember it was it was uh, I forget where they played, and Mexico lost two zero. But Mexico hung with them. Yeah. But it was so humid that by the by the end of the game, that like both teams that was back when they just wore cotton shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Both teams they were just soaked to the bone. I mean, and it wasn't raining. I mean, they were just they were just so wiped out from the humidity. It was uh, it, it was pretty funny, but that is interesting though that that that, that it's uh, that it's Brazil that they've had success with, and not Argentina. You know, especially considering how much of an influence Argentine soccer has had. But here, here's the funny thing. Here, here's the funny thing about it: at the club level, Mexican teams have done not so well against the Brazilian teams, but for the most part, have owned. You know, like if you go head to head against the RG teams. And especially in the knockout rounds, Mexico has done a lot, a lot better than than the, than the uh, against them in, in head to head. I mean, they've gone into Monumental, they've gone into into Bombonera, and they've been able to get results. Right. This is my crazy thought on that: is in the national teams, Argentina has more of an arrogance and more of a superiority, a mindset than Brazil does against Mexico, and that displays out on the field where Argentina can take them on, and and Brazil sort of has a a, a respect and maybe. Too much respect for Mexico, whereas which enables Mexico to sort of take advantage and play well. And then on the club side, like you said, it's sort of the opposite. Where well, it doesn't really make sense, but there's a lot of Argentina and Brazilian players on Mexican clubs that enable them to do well against Argentina players or teams. But 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 but, Chiquis, but even 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 like you know a team like Chivas or you know Chivas, you know they've they've done well. They fared well against you know. And I will say this, you know, that you know that 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 uh, the time when Chivas played uh, Boca Juniors, you know, what was it in two thousand two thousand five? Right. When they beat them four nothing, and then they went, and they went, and went yeah, and went to Boca. I no. was like, damn! I was like, I wanted to hate, but I couldn't hate, you know. <laughs> they had to respect the rival. <laughs> I was like. 
no, I, I need a hate. I need a hate. You know. Well, I mean, it just goes to show you how ardido the Argentines get. You know, if they, I mean, that was. It's one thing to lose to America, where you know, you know, they have four Argentines playing, or you know, whatever it is. But to lose to an all Mexican team like that, the way that they did, I mean, dude, spit in his face. Yeah, and then and then you had the coach fly to Guadalajara to apologize. <laughs> One thing back on the on the game though that I found interesting today, uh, I think Weesbro, he uh, posted a tweet on uh, his um, uh, perspective lineup, and he has a backline of Salcedo, Araujo, Rafa, Moreno, and Layun. And this other guy brought up those are pretty much four center backs out of five of them. No, no right back at all. And so that might be interesting how they're. They have a right back. Yeah, well, Salcedo has been played oh. um, on the right uh, for Fiorentina. Ladies and gentlemen, this is exciting. Dan Preciado has joined us from from Escondido, <laughs> California. Thank you for Dan, the introduction. Of course. I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, I've been lurking, man. I've been I've been hanging around listening to the conversation. Just decided to chime in because, uh, yeah, he he's played there. He's played on the right. Um, granted, it's not going to be probably your most offensive right back that you've ever seen, but I think defensively and on set pieces, he gives a size and strength, which I think is uh, what I said last week is probably going to be the the way we're going to end up scoring uh, if we do because. I, I have trouble thinking that this team is going to generate much offense, and and if they if they go with the type of strategy that Roddy's talking about, then then we're going to be looking for that kind of um, those kinds of scoring opportunities, or maybe like if you were saying like uh, you know divided balls in the midfield, where they're able to to generate a quick attack off that. But I also saw a, a lineup that had it was like a four three three with. Um, Oribe uh, up up front, and Vela and Chicharo on the, um, I guess uh, on the wings. I don't know, um, or, or slightly withdrawn. But oh, that would be such a waste of, of both of them. Well, I, I wouldn't mind Vela being there on 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 the side. I mean, I think. I mean, Chicharito is going to be more probably more closer to Oribe, but I I like Vela in open space if he's allowed to, to roam and, and, and move around. More. Oh, I think Vela would be great, but I'm talking about Chicharito and, and Oribe. They would just cancel each other out. It would be just just painful. I, go I don't for know. I, I think Oribe is pretty um, malleable at this point, where he could he could kind of uh, fit in wherever you need him to, and he's an excellent passer. Uh, I wouldn't mind that. And, he and did. As as, uh, I don't mean to interrupt, but he made on that goal that uh, America won the game. He did a, a screen that was that was legendary. Did you see that, Ronnie, on uh, on the last on the on the winning goal that America had against Pumas, where uh, uh, Oriba took out? I think it was two defenders by uh, just just straight up blocking them. Man, it was beautiful. Yeah, best block I've ever seen though was by Germán Villa. <laughs> for for or against? It was there was a set piece, and if I if I recall, I think it was against Pumas. If I'm not mistaken, uh, there was a set piece. And he was on the wall, and he just took out two guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, yes, I did watch that game, John. Yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit later. We'll, we'll okay. get into that. We'll get into that a little bit later. But I do. Uh... Yeah, we'll, we'll just get into that a little bit later. Okay, and then um, 
Well, I did see one, you know, Jon uh, Sutcliffe uh, posted one where he had Vela Chicharito Dam, which, which which made me actually much more excited than a Vela Chicharito Oribe, just because Dam would then, you know, he'd be a, a very good winger to uh, to distribute. So. Yeah, that would, like, I guess what uh, Dan was saying is would be good because if, uh, if Salcedo and those defenders can knock out maybe a corner or some type of set piece. That would be an excellent type of counterattack. Um, their size, knock out a ball, get it to Orbelin, and then just hustle it down to Dam or somebody. You know, the big, the big, big uh, advantage that, that Oribe has over all the other forwards is that that is his home stadium. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he can go the full 90 without any problem. I mean, he does all the time. And that is an advantage that, that, that he's going to have over... Most of the players on the field. Yeah. If that's the way it shakes out. Yeah, he's going to be one of the few players that has that advantage, actually. And it's funny. I was listening to Linea de Cuatro, and they were having our discussion from uh, from months and months and months ago as well about the – I know Perro Bermudez has been uh, pretty uh, insistent upon that you have to make the, the elevation and the smog uh, – uh, count, you know, have to, you have to make it a, a factor. Right. But I'm like, uh, you know, and, and I think finally, I guess what they're doing is, and I, I, I've heard, I've heard this before too, that, that, that it takes a certain amount of time that, to acclimate to, to the elevation. And if you're not going to have that required time, the best thing to do is just show up and play. Yeah. Right. So they're treating, again, they're treating Azteca into an away game is what they're doing. But I also, sorry to interrupt you guys, but I also think that, there's also uh, motives by many members of the press that you know that are making this now into an issue. Is basically well, many they want to take away the games from Azteca for obvious reasons. Dude, I don't uh, want. To, I don't think anyone wants to like 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 has has a vendetta to take games away from the Azteca. The the fact of the matter is is that it's whatever home field advantage it had, it does not have anymore. And Mexico needs to play where they can maximize their home field advantage. You know why? Why is it that every other team in Concacaf does the exact same thing, and then Mexico? Well, you got to play at the Azteca, even though even though well, it, it hurts well, their team well, as no much as it does team, anybody else. No other team in Concacaf has a, a stadium with the legacy, the history. Well, you're right, Ron. It, 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 there's no I, question. I, I agree with you 100 percent on that. But imagine Costa Rica walking into the Do you really Azteca think that, 40, that, that weighs on there. the mind? I don't and, think and that weighs on the mind. Full. And not only that. It's not like um, like other home field. It's not a true home field advantage anymore when you have a when you have a, a home field crowd that's going to be willing to turn on you at the drop of, at the drop of a hat. It's going to take them all of ten minutes before you start seeing a couple of a uh, a couple of misplayed passes and and and, the, and or if the half hour goes into the game and they're not even close to scoring, you're going to hear the, the the jeers. It's 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 not a home field advantage. Now, before you are able to point to the fact that you know they, all the players or a lot of the players were were playing at elevation, so they, so so yeah, they, they, that that made a huge uh, it counted for it was a it was a huge advantage at, the, at that time. But now the players aren't aren't used to playing there. the The crowd isn't isn't what you want it to be for a home field qualifier. Well, I it, I think it makes sense to send it somewhere else just to allow you know a more Grateful crowd to, to to actually support the team, because they're 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 I think the 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 fans in the DFR are way too demanding. 
I don't, I don't think the crowd should. Yeah, be out, out of the five, out of the five games they had in the last hex at, at the Azteca, only two of them sold out. One of them it was half full, and the other two out of out of the ninety thousand. I mean, they barely got to like maybe seventy. So, yeah, I don't think the crowd should be an issue. I think that's some mental imagery if you're getting depressed and feeling the pressure when they're. Well, no, it's not about feeling the pressure, but it's if you're talking about um, it having an advantage, the crowd is considered. I mean. It's part of the reason why it's considered an advantage because it also not only encourages the home team, but it also, on some level, tries to get in the head of the of the opponent. But yeah. if you have the, the the crowd that's going to start yelling olays to, to to the home team, that's going to have a psychological effect on the on the on the other team as well. So what other stadiums do you go to? I mean, I mean, the altitude is it? anywhere, anywhere. Well, you that's Bombonera because Bombonera is higher. higher. <laughs> you can't go to Pachuca. Because it's higher. So really, you know, the only option is going to be Veracruz. You're going to have to play at the Pirata Puente. And you want to play in 40, 40 in, in, uh, in basically nine, in the humidity and, look, and... Look, Ronnie, I'm not saying don't play in Mexico City. All I'm saying is don't play in Mala de Azteca. You know, there's no... I mean, the Azteca can host two at the most, but there's no reason why they can't play in Guadalajara. There's no reason they can't play in Monterrey, and there's no reason they can't, you know, you know pick a wild card, like Webster th- or wherever it is. Do you think they should play them in, in the U.S.? No. Oh. No. That's silly. Oh. And, and personally, I think Tijuana would be an excellent choice if it wasn't for that awful field. If, if, they, if, they, if they put down grass there, I would absolutely play a qualifier in Tijuana. Too many nacos in, in Tijuana. That's who yeah. you want going to the games, dude? <laughs> that is who you want going to the games. <laughs> in that case, we should, we should, they, should have the te- they, they should have the team play in Veracruz. Yeah. Well, you know, it would it would help all of our players that play at sea level because the entire you know nine out of eleven guys play at sea level. So, well, that that but playing 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 someplace like Veracruz would absolutely would that would be an advantage for for Costa Rica. That'd be more of a home right home type of setting what's for the, them. What's the stadium that has the glory hole? That's uh, Oaxaca. Oaxaca. <laughs> yeah, maybe they should go there. <laughs> but I'm not totally opposed to to the, to to the elevation. Like if if they if they're able to. to if, if if both teams are going to be affected equally, then then that's a wash. I don't have an issue so much with that. I, my main issue, I guess, with with the FA, aside from those things, is the crowd, and and the the that short leash that they, that, that that they seem to have. Hey, you want to punish? But, the crowd. but here's here's the thing, you know, uh, Dan, the player has to has to overcome it. He can't even he can't be faced by it, dude. I mean, I'm not saying you, being phased by have, it, but you can't have, why, like, much, why the hell are – what's the point of having a home game? You can't have Marquito Fabian out reading what's letters. What's the point like, of having a home game if you can't even count on your on your crowd to cheer for you? You shouldn't count on your crowd. You shouldn't – it shouldn't even matter. Yeah. You you should, you should you know, you should – If if it didn't matter, then home teams wouldn't naturally win more than they lose. If that, was, if that wasn't a factor, like you say it should be – I mean, I'm not saying whether it should or shouldn't, but it, it absolutely is. That's why home teams not, tend to think, win more than away teams. I don't think it's too big of a factor, like you're saying, though. The Azteca is a different if it's a different situation because of the altitude, the smog, and the historic. Well, if events. if if yeah. all you want to do is have a home game, then then sure, if you want to have a home field advantage, there is no. I don't think there is such thing as a home field. Oh my god! Are you, are you kidding is. me? How could you say that? Seriously, just look yeah. at statistics. Every, I mean. How many? How many games? Shocked. 2009. Did Mexico in the in the 2009 hex Azteca, win Azteca. at home? Look, hey, that is an anomaly. To put, to put things, an anomaly, to, dude. To put there things is. in perspective, the record that that Mexico has in the Azteca is still superb. Okay, in 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 in, in, in context, 
last last time around, okay, and, and granted, certain teams they've gone they've gone a little sneaky in the terms of parking the bus, okay, but there are ways. There are ways, and 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 one way of doing it is not is not just you know throwing more people up front. That's 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 not you know how right. you do it. That's not how you beat that. You have you know? to draw. You 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 catch more flies with honey than you do with vinegar. <laughs> you know, it's, well, it's true, John. You, you, yeah. It, it, you gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta honey trap them. You can't you just you can't walk in you know you can't tiki taka yourself into no. it. Oh, walking and walking the you know right. walking the the ball into the goal. You just can't do that. You know, I mean, I mean, if they're gonna treat the Azteca like an away, well, they're treating Azteca like an away game. Then play the game like they're playing an away Azteca game. You yeah. know, let, let the other team come to you. Let them get tired first. Then you hit them. I just I don't see Costa Rica doing that. For all the talk about wanting to. Uh, and, and I know the the perception is that Costa Rica is okay with playing playing Mexico heads up, but they're they're not gonna just throw caution to the wind and go and go for the win. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna try to take their chances, of course. But to I, I I'm gonna have I don't know I have serious doubts that they're just gonna start um, if if and when Mexico conceded possession that they would be all like all right we'll we'll go ahead and take the initiative on this. I, I don't think that's gonna happen. If 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 Mexico takes gives away possession or, or what we're going to see is just a weird, ugly game that where the ball is just being constantly divided in the midfield. That's what I see. It's going to go back and forth because <laughs> possession. But, you want, but you want it to be divided in the midfield. But, yeah. I don't have an issue with that. I'm just saying that, that we're not, I, I don't think we're going to see a, a Costa Rica team. That's going to be like, all right, I'll, I'll have the ball. You know, and we're, we're going to take it. That's not going to happen. Backline isn't going to go forward. That's, that's the problem. They're going to take the ball. If they get possession, they'll take it up. But they're going to only go put their forwards and a couple of midfielders. Their back is yeah. not going to be compromised. Yeah, but that's the thing. Now, though, is, 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 is that you, you lull them into a sense of, hey, you know, if you send your, your, your right back up on this next one, you have a real chance. And then you hit them with Dom on the counter. Boom. You know, you know. But, but also one thing to consider as opposed to, you know, the previous editions is that you have the U.S. that they're a horrible shape. Honduras also, although they're – they're not. They're okay, but they also had a uh, the, the previous round of qualifiers. They were almost eliminated. So right now you're you're going to have the U.S. You're going to have Honduras. You're going to have Panama fighting tooth and nail. So these teams, they're not going to have the luxury of just sitting back at the Azteca. They're going to have to fight for points. The United, the U.S. coming to Mexico, they're going to have to fight to, uh, for points because I mean they're pretty bad shape right now. I think these so, two games are gonna are gonna largely influence on how they approach the the Azteca game. Costa Rica can, has the luxury of may, of maybe parking the bus, but as far as the other teams, they they're not gonna have that luxury because what the, what they are what they're gonna try to avoid is they're gonna try to avoid the goal differential for the third and fourth spot uh, going you know of. Uh, you know the teams. Well, w- wouldn't that make the teams bunker even more if they're no? Playing because at you home? need the points. You, you need the points. Need goal, the di- points. goal differential. Goal differential is gonna. It matters. That's what I'm saying. Goal differential meaning, I don't want to get my ass kicked four zero three zero. But but I, yeah, but I'll remember, take a, I'll remember, take a one zero loss and, and well, the U.S. Uh, the U.S. Keep, did keep, get their ass keep, kicked. Keep, the U.S. Keep, is at minus five right now. Keep in mind. Keep in mind. Goal differential. You should have scored a couple more goals. I mean, in what is it? Two thousand six or what? Two thousand two. I don't remember the year. Colombia and Uruguay were dead set. Were t- were tied in points. 
and 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 what's his name? Uh, Uruguay had one one more goal. You know, if so, the U.S. has like something like three points going into the Azteca, then I'll say, all right, they're probably going to end up taking more chances. But this is a this is a Bruce Arena team again, and and they're 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 going to be conservative. In fact, I, I, I'd be I'd be shocked if they're if they're they're going to be even conservative at home against most of their teams. US, I, don't, I don't see them being overly aggressive at all, especially with with the US, limited time that they've had to work. U.S. plays uh, what Honduras first, right? Right. And then they play. They go to Panama. They go to Panama. Panama's the team that's also giving them trouble. So you know, and they I, get I, in don't, trouble I, in the US. I, I don't. I, I don't think that every team's going to have the the because last I mean last last qualifiers Mexico was just pretty bad. Let's just be honest. And and yep. obviously the U.S. was doing good. Costa Rica was doing good. So and and to and to obviously Honduras, but they 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 gave themselves the possibilities of going into the Aztec Stadium, and 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 being able to play, you know, park the bus and and, and go out for the counters every you know here and there. Uh, I don't think that every team's going to have that luxury, and I think some of the teams are going to have to have to commit to the offense a little bit more, and that's and that obviously that's going to play to Mexico's favor. I think I, I I'd agree that some teams are going to be put in that position where they are going to have to take more chances, but I think they'll take those chances everywhere except Mexico. I got a, I got a question uh, based on a comment by Rafael De Leon from the chat. He says uh, Mexico only really stomped minnows at Azteca. The Ticos, Catrachos, Gabachos never really got smashed at Azteca. Is that, for you historians, is that completely true? Uh, the, run, run that, run that, the Ticos, the who? Ticos, Catrachos, Gabachos never got smashed at Azteca. The Catrachos have gotten smashed at Azteca uh, uh, somewhat. The, uh, so have the... Uh, Wait, who was when Aguirre so, uh, was the coach? Was it yeah, team? they they beat him three nothing uh, to three nothing Jack, in, for for Jack It was in, in, it in was there was a one. It was a one win. It was a must win match for Honduras because they lost. They had lost at home to Trinidad. No, yeah. you re- remember that in two thousand nine, uh, that was a uh, uh, Sven coached Mexico when they played uh, Costa Rica and they won two zero. They had that uh, just awesome playing a partnership of. Matias Bozo and Omar Bravo were the two starting strikers for, for and Omar Bravo scored. I think he scored both of them, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, that that was what he would go celebrate with his team, and when they would make a train, right? They'd all get a train for like a little conga, and they would go backwards. So, so, but, so yeah, Mexico, but, Mexico was the only team that celebrates has, by, by moving backwards. Mexico has been the U.S. You know, they have they have spanked them, but it's funny in in in, in recent years they've scored more goals, like you know. The five nothing, the four two, you know, where they've run up the score. It's they actually been on, on, in the U.S. where obviously the U.S. has to open up a little bit more because they're playing, in, in, you know, quote unquote, in, in their home turf, you know. Right. But uh, like I remember, uh, I remember even in the, in the like on the on the U twenty three team on the U twenty three the qualifiers to go to what was it Athens. You know, uh, Mexico beat them for nothing. Hell of a game, too. But uh, and as far as recently, I think like the U.S. and as far as playing in Azteca, probably the U.S. and Costa Rica are the ones that haven't really. Uh, it, it's cost Mexico a little more, although they really haven't had. But but they but they've also but they've also played a little bit more. You know, they parked the bus because well, they, of course, they, of course, they, they play defensively because they're on the road. <clears> because <throat> you know, remember that home field advantage does not matter. So you know, so they have to you know, you know why if it doesn't matter, then why do opposing teams 
play very conservatively when they're on the road. Yeah. Exactly. So I mean, he's talking yeah, to me. He's talking to you, Beto. They, they, he's talking they, to you. Just making sure that you are aware of that. But uh, as uh, I'm sorry. As far but as uh, no, that's all right. Sorry. Right. Wait. Hang on a second. You know, so we we can. <laughs> oh, moving on. You know what? The on. last time, uh, one of the last times that you know Mexico spanked uh, Costa Rica. Um, was it the Gold Cup or was it in the, in, in 2011? In Chicago, be- I was at that game. That was the game where uh, where La Volpe was the coach. Yeah, and uh, and Andres Guardado, Guardado scored, scored two fantastic goals. Yeah, just yeah. He scored and, that beautiful volley. Oof. You know, and, and, and I should have asked him, but I wanted to ask. But La Volpe had like two two questions and got the hell out. But I wanted to ask him. I said, I said, you you know you have the you know have the history of quote unquote discovering Guardado. You know, and then he does this to you. Were you? I wanted to ask, were you happy or were you sad? <laughs> yeah. But uh, I didn't want to, you know, get into it with him as, as far as that. And, and, and honestly, I didn't know what the culture was. I don't know if it was like, if it was polite or impolite to ask a player or a coach about another team. Uh, hey, this guy just kicked your ass. You know, you know, tell, tell me about him. You know, I don't know if that would like offend a, a coach. <laughs> yeah, of course, you're... I'm paraphrasing. I wouldn't ask it like that, you know. But, uh, so it has happened. Uh, just it just hasn't happened at the at the Azteca. Now we do have uh, other qualifiers, and this is what what's so great about qualifiers is we have, there's two really good games on tomorrow. There is uh, Argentina Chile, and there's Brazil Uruguay, which are you know two you know you, as good as you're going to get in the world of soccer. So I don't know if you guys are going to uh, make time or or, or 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 get to watch that. Probably not, John. I got a lot of work to do. I mean, I'll probably just maybe hear you know over the radio or, or something. But you know, uh, day or an evening. What's that? I think I think I think that they do the same thing. I think that uh, that Conmebol staggers their start time so that uh, all five are on. You know, it's like a quintuple header. It's I mean, it's just a really if 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 if, if, if you have time and soccer is your thing, you can watch like you know twenty hours of soccer if you wanted to tomorrow, which is all the qualifiers for all the world. I I haven't really kept up this year this uh, this round or this set of uh, qualifiers with the uh, South American the Conmebol. Uh, who's uh, who's what's uh, you know, Ronnie, you can, out right now? You can admit to us your secret shame that you stay up all night during, during qualifiers and watch the the Asian qualifying, watch watch Japan beat Uzbekistan at three in the morning. It's okay, Ronnie. You can let us know. <laughs> Laos and Indonesia. That's right. That's right. No, I think that uh, uh, Brazil is uh, is leading, and 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 one of the one of the big fish is right now in the outside the zone. But again, they have you know like you know ten more games to play, so they're just. Uh, is Venezuela in the mix still? I think they are actually. I think they they're, they're the they, they really choked away two points, two away points today. Though they 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 were winning two one, and uh, in stoppage time, Peru was able to tie. Really. Yeah, so Peru was able to, to, to like salvage a point and Venezuela just Yeah, they just yeah. kinda pissed that away pissed that away. Venezuela's the last the only team now in South America that hasn't been to the uh to the World Cup. That's right. They're gonna get there though with the forty team World Cup. Yeah, so right now uh it's uh, Brazil and then Uruguay, Ecuador, Chile, uh, Argentina, Colombia, Paraguay, Peru, Bolivia. Venezuela. So Venezuela isn't dead. 
What happened to the Peru of your of your childhood, uh, John? I don't know. It's it's just sad. They just they just can't uh, they can't seem to get it together, man. They they were they were they were a fun team to watch. But, you know, even even then, like especially in the second round in that World Cup, they just got just drilled by by both Poland and by uh, and by Brazil. Just 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 tied to the whipping post. It was it was rough. They had a lot of good. A lot of those Peruvian players were play, were playing in Mexico, like. In, uh, the guy that from Tigres, uh, Barbadillo, Barbadillo, and then the, and the, you had uh, Uribe, Muñante, uh, you had Muñante in, in Pumas. Wasn't Uribe? Didn't Uribe play uh, in Mexico too? Yeah, Juan Uribe played for a couple teams. Uh, I think uh, yeah. played for a couple teams, and and even uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, their their main star, their 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 big one, their big Uribe, guy. Yes. Uh, Cubillas, I know he played. I think if I'm mistaken, I think he played towards the end of his career. But I think he played in uh, in Monterrey, if I'm not mistaken. I would, I would, I would have gone to see him play if I had the opportunity. That would have been great. Uh, I, one of the things that I, I remember that that I have you ever seen Cubillas's goal he scored against Scotland. Yeah, that, he, that, he pretends he's going to kick it with his left, and he kicks it with his right, and he yeah. totally gets that. Was, that was insane, dude. That was insane. <laughs> but one of the things that that, that I remember. Cubillas, when the Mexico won the under seventeen World Cup, uh, I remember reading an article about Cubillas. How uh, the Mexican, you know, uh, what's his name, the coach, uh, Jesus, what's his name, uh, Chucho, Martin, Chucho Chucho Ramirez, Martin. yeah, Chucho Martinez. He uh, he actually invited Cubillas uh, into the locker room. Um, to basically talk to to his players and, and, and motivate them and stuff like that, and uh, and he was very pleased that Mexico had had won the uh, the under seventeen World Cup and he kind of was trashing his uh, his federation. It's like you know, it's like look, so you know, you have the Mexican guys, you know, I did as a player and valuing my insight, and they kind of just boom, forget about me. That was uh, unfortunate. Yep. Ronnie, really know how to just like just 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 pull all the air out of the room there, Ronnie, with your <laughs> sad, depressing, just uh, just really, really getting us <laughs> all teary-eyed and misty. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Were you gonna play? Are, are you still gonna play that for myself? Oh yeah, well, we'll we'll get to it, you know. <laughs> well, uh, it's uh, you know we're you know we got uh, well. I actually you know right now this is actually uh, a good segue to, to to talk about that, Ronnie. Uh, Pumas uh, loses to America three two. It was uh, a very uh, entertaining, poorly played game. I'll just I'll just leave it at that. Uh, a lot a lot of mistakes. I did get to watch the uh, like the I didn't get to watch the game live, but I did watch the the sixty minute recap. And it just looked like it was, uh, but uh, the, the but uh, America the, pulls it out, man. After Pumas had tied it, the build up to the first goal for Pumas was nice. Did that little Rabona pass, right? That was, yeah, that was very nice. And then uh, you know, and that's the one thing I will say about Pumas is that uh, I know we lost at home, but uh, having that guy Castillo, man, he is just money right now. He's terrific. What a great, uh, what a what a great uh, striker he's turned out to be for them. It's it's exactly what they needed. Hopefully, they can uh, you know just make the liguilla and, and just. Uh, you know, turn him loose, see what he can do. You know, I, I, I know that America, you know, right now they're not a contender. I, I know that. 
But one of the things that I'm liking. See, I can't even make you know play the make fun of you America music. I have to play I, the proper. One of the things that I'm I'm liking right now is that that uh, through injuries and through uh, and obviously suspensions now, Mexico uh, the, the team is forced to, to, to go use their 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 academy their youth squad, and they're doing all right. You know, they're doing all right. Uh, obviously, they almost got in trouble because. Because they were they were going to play that uh, under under twenty Costa Rican player who's actually in the Fuerzas Básicas, you know, in America. Um, you know, they you know they were going to he was ineligible because he's not registered for this you know for for this season. Uh, so I mean they they uh, Mexico or what's the name? Uh, yeah, America almost screwed, screwed the pooch on that one, but. Uh, I don't know. It's just uh, I, I hope. Hopefully, they 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 commit and, and they stick with you know the players that are coming in, you know, coming out of the ranks. You know, do you want uh, Piojo to take over uh, when La when La Volpe inevitably uh, steps down at the end of the season? Mm. As much as I'd you... like, as much as I'd like, gun to your head, Piojo or Chiquis? Okay, better scenario like in like in that Batman movie, both Cheekies and Piojo are tied to the dynamite, and you can only save you know, one of you them. Know if, Who if, are you going to say? Honestly, the press is going to be against Piojo. The press is going to be against Piojo. And I was like, you know what? Mm, I, I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, he did for what he did to the you know what, for what he did because he's I mean he was he's part of the reason he's, he's part of the reason why America you know in the past couple of years they've. They've you know they've elevated and they've done. You is know. is he not though? I mean, could could he not be just play the role of the villain? You know, I mean, who better to be the villain of the of the uh, of of Liga Mekis than than, than American? Who better to have than than you know that guy? Okay, he 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 would he would he would relish the role. He would relish the role. You know, that may be so, but I just I just look whoever the coach is. I, I just want them to, you know, to use <laughs> to, to use the youth, you know, not, not sign so many goddamn foreign players. And, and not, I mean, I have nothing against, you know, a lot of these foreign players, but it's just, uh, I just, I just I want a little bit more co- cohesive unit, you know. And, and sometimes I, I, like, I feel that, you know, at times the team is not as cohesive as it should be. Like, you know, when Piojo, you know, had the team, he built a, I mean, the, and not granted, not all of them were from Cantera and stuff like that. But it's players that he knew, players that he trusted, players that would basically, you know, put their hands in the fire for Piojo. And 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 I don't feel I don't feel that that you know La Volpe has that type of cohesion yet with his team. That's but cool. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think he's, I think he's done a good, a pretty good job. But but they should, uh, they should keep him. He's he brought in Diego Lainez. He brought yes. in uh, Edson. Edson. Yeah, Edson. And uh, I think they should keep him. You know, they asked La Volpe about it, and he had this to say. Yo siempre digo que el fútbol algunas veces, en mi punto de vista, es como un ajedrez. I think I think who screwed up is Pelaez, or whoever made the decision of giving up those two players. Romano? And screwed up the whole team. Yeah. So I think La Volpe... I think the worst thing that, I think the worst thing that, happened, that, that could have happened was the goddamn centenario. I mean, it's just another reason to, to bitch... You know, for the press to, to to just to bitch and bitch about it, and it's like you know what? I don't give a shit about goddamn Centenario, dude. I, 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 let the let the, let the team. You know, build. I know you say this, Ron, but you know, I, if America would have won, and you're saying it, but you know, I mean, then the the best part was that they won under Centenario. 
Nah. De centenario, güey. Nah. Exactly, exactly. And then, and then, and then, and because they had that beautiful song, Ron, that you could you could play forever and ever, forever and ever in your heart, because they won during the centenario. That was so fucking gay. <laughs> but you know, uh, you know I did. Uh, and then Chivas, we can uh, we we can now that we've 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 set our piece. But but hey, going back no, no, to no, the centenario. We're, we're, going back to the centenario. No, no. Are they giving Toluca a lot of crap about the centenario? Yeah, they, they they make them they make them eat a big bowl of it every day on every and every newspaper in Mexico. <laughs> no, they haven't. It's like they're not even busting their balls about it. Really, <laughs> they were just. But what, what, what ball busting was was happening when it was America Centenario? Do you think every question was? So, do you feel like you have to win the championship because it's your Centenario? They're not asking those questions. I thought. That was the big topic. They, 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 but they but they lost in the final to penalties. So what what was how did it, how did it affect the team? Nothing, not at all. Exactly. So what's the big deal? Blabbermouse. That's that's another thing. Just like the fans shouldn't affect you, um, whether they're pro or negative against you, the press shouldn't affect you. Joel, do, do you think we should change press, the subject? Chickies, although press can't affect you, man. We change your wife. You, you, did you want to change the subject, Hoyle? Yeah, did I don't you want to? <laughs> huh? You want to? <laughs> did you did you did you tell us earlier that you actually watched you watched some of the Veracruz game? Yeah, but I missed the goals. <laughs> but you saw the goals. I, I missed both. Yeah, I saw them. No, 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 I didn't. You didn't see. Never, you haven't seen the goals yet, so you you are you are unaware of how Chivas won that game. Yes, uh, yeah. It, you know they won. That was all that mattered. Are, are we are we are we sensing a, a rekindling of your of your romance with with Chivas, Joel, or are we are you still uh, are you still rejecting their advances? No, um, I I think they're worth. You know, they're just where they have been for a long time. You know, it, it doesn't count till the end of the season. If, if they win something, that's that's when I'll celebrate. But just just playing good, I, it that's just you know. No, please, please, please elaborate, Joel. I know that I know that you want to, you know, have your have your little moment of catharsis here. On the Cantina Mickey's podcast, you're where you can load, you know, a couple, a few more bricks on on your on your on your on your love hate relationship with Chivas. So you know, please, you can you can you can go on a little bit more if you want. No, I mean, you know, it's nice seeing the super liderato. You know, it's two weeks oh. now. The first the first week was tied at point seventeen with Pachuca, and uh, they extended that super lead yeah. by one whole point this week. So they're at 20 points with, uh, I believe it's Monterrey and uh, possibly Tijuana at, and, at and they play each other. They play each other in the Copa Mekis semifinals, which is, yes. you know, I mean, you know, it's basically a Liga Mekis, uh, you know, executives, you know, you know, private fantasy, you know, two popular teams that, although is it in, uh, is it in, is it in Estadio Chivas? Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> if it is, then they're going to make the Regios pay the 
pay the fee to watch it. Pay the fee again. Yep. And, and speaking of fees, um, they they were charged again from uh, Pro Profeco, is it? The consumer, yeah. the Mexican yeah, yeah. consumer, <laughs> for providing bad service for their for what you're. Yeah, because even even with uh, what is it, Claro Video, it it crashed. Yeah, pretty much, man. Hey, hey Joel, uh, I noticed that you kept talking about, you know, you kept, you know, mentioning the super liderato and the super leader and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, are you are you trying to reel somebody in? Are you trying to bait somebody? <laughs> I was, I was, but uh, they won't be available. <laughs> uh, no, no, just, you know, making fun of the whole notion of super liderato, you know, one point lead. It's. Well, despite of that, despite of that, Joel, you have you have to be. I know that you have your, no, your, you know, uh, your, your your baggage, but you have to be happy with the fact that they're playing well. I was, no, they have been, but but like I said, they've been playing well for for quite a while now. They've they've gotten results here and there. People forget Chivas had reached the semifinals under Chepo, you know. So it's like, but but, but and, that was like two years ago, dude. It's a totally different yeah. team. But that's what I'm saying, though. For me to be is like I'm not gonna get excited just because I'm so playing entertaining soccer. Only, it's like you, you need to surpass your excitement uh, would only only be enhanced if they either met or exceeded what Chepo did. Exactly. Not just because of him, just because it's it's that showed what the team was capable of at that point, and and there hasn't been progress if they haven't been able to equal that. Well, it's it, it like. Just, uh, it gets, you know, we just don't see it like that because we have the the Copa MX and the and then the other cup, the Super Copa MX. So then, what, it, what, it what just, the hell is a Super Copa MX? Is that Boca Juniors? Is that like that's one of those the, level five Chivas tournaments? That's, tournament the, that that's the winner of the Apertura, Clausura, Copa. Oh, Copa. okay, okay. Yeah. So you know they beat the Veracruz team. So then you know the team's looking like like it's winning, but I mean. The trophy that counts is gonna be the the Liga MX. That's that's the main one. No one's gonna care at the end of the day if how many Copa MX or Super Copa MX this guy wins. And so, you know, for me, I just try not to get in my head of myself. And and you know, I had at the start of the season, I had she was doing good, so I'm not even surprised. So Joel is like uh... you did pick them to win the tournament. So so you're like. Well, it's like Ronnie with uh, Osorio. He wants him to win the league. Uh, Ronnie wants Mexico to win the the World Cup. If they win the no, World well, Cup, you know, then I'll be impressed. I'll be impressed if they win the World Cup. You know what? Um, you, you know what, Chiquis? Almeida actually he he raised the bar because he said he was going to leave a team that was going to be a uh, you know. He said he was going to like. Man, I lost for words now, man. I forget. It's gonna be legendary. He, well, it's he, he, yeah, he's, he, he's he, playing so well that, that, that he's 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 uh, you, he's made a believer of you. Is what it sounds like to me. No, no, no. He he's. I think he he went ahead of himself by making those claims. I mean, if he wins one or two league titles, that's not gonna make him. You know, that's not gonna make him legendary. Uh, I was skeptical. I, I, think for, I, I think for him to make, you know, to, to 
have a legendary career with Chivas, I think that he he would have to form the national team and the national team win, you know, in the, in the the national team win uh, the players from Chivas, you know, basically yeah. you know lift up the uh, the national team, win some silverware, but yeah. he would also have to win some league silverware and and, and international because he hasn't Chivas hasn't won an international title since I think the Mickey Mouse Cup of what was it, ninety ninety eight I think. possibly say. I'll tell you what, if if Osorio wins Liga MX, I'm sorry, if uh, if Almeida wins Liga MX with Chivas and let's just say things start going wrong, if if they brought him in, Joel, would he just say, you know what, I, I got a, I got a, I got a team right now. And I'm not saying all eleven of them, but that I am gonna use as my base because you guys play together. Do you think that he would go that way if if things were in a critical condition? Wait, they brought who in? Almeida. Wait, for national team coach? Yeah, if if, thing, if things went terribly wrong. Wait, uh, yeah, my, or, my, sorry. my mind's having a hard time. Things went wrong with together, And they brought in Almeida. Yeah, if they brought in Almeida to, to, to replace, would, would he just go to his guys and go, hey, you're going to be my base, and we'll sprinkle some guys around you because we've got to win these games? Probably for the first few games, yeah. Very for, similar to what Piojo did. Not for a first. You know? Not for like a real competition, but for a Molero, maybe. I think Chivas is still like the B, the B team. Yeah, well, they, they are, they are, they are the Selección B team. Um, a lot of these guys have that potential to maybe next cycle challenge for for a spot in the first team. Although some players could be in the first team, like La Trophies, uh, Orbelin, and we could be in the first team. Who would you bench well, for La Trophies? Uh, well, be well, would be bench. They'd be bench players. They'd be competitive in the first team. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, who would you rather have coming off the bench? You know, La Trophies or you know, uh, what's that guy's name from Tigres? Not Güemes. Is it Güemes? No, Güemes is the guy from America. Dueñas. Dueñas. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Even so, yeah, he he could bench some guys for sure. But Orbelin is the uh, is on, and I, and I fully expect him to start. I fully expect him to uh, to 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 be in Guardado's place. Who's injured? Uh, and then we have uh, there was somebody else that was injured this week. Was it Moreno or was there somebody else? Guardado isn't playing. Tecatito isn't. Oh, Moreno was reported, but then I think it was just a precaution. And he's like, oh, yeah. So uh, soccer players are a lot like track athletes that if they, like they feel anything, I mean, and it's understandable. I mean, they run for you know ten miles or or whatever it is during a game. So, but but yeah, any any kind of twinge and they ain't playing. So they gotta take their rest days. You know, I'm sure that uh, Guardado will be uh, magically cured by the time he gets back to Eindhoven. 
I have a feeling he'll have the, the, the FIFA virus. Yeah, going back to Chivas, though, uh, I watched the Veracruz game, and Veracruz is Veracruz, and so I, was, I was skeptical. They came out, you know, sort of competitive, Veracruz did. Um, but Chivas put them away later on, and so I'm, 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 being, I'm being turned to the Chivas fan. As, uh, based Wait, on- you are you are like the like the like the ultimate via Melona. You're just it's from one team to the not, next. Not a fan, not a fan, but like Cambia. I'm believing Between in the I believe, even even Pulido. Did you see Pulido? You got to see Pulido's goal. Well, he, he took it really from half half field, midfield. Beto no longer is a Cambia Ray. He's a Cambia Casaca. Uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's the Omni Cambia Casaca. Cambia Casaca. He's Mil Mascar. He's the ultimate chameleon. Mil Mascaras from Mil Pitos. Mil Casacas. From Mil Pitos. Well, I'm glad to hate on them and stuff, but <laughs> game and the recent, I, I, I'm, I'm losing, I'm losing reasons to hate them. Would, would, it, would, it, would it shock you, Chiquis, if, if I'm kind of right there with you? I mean, I, I enjoy watching them play. I enjoy their games. They're they're going to be entertaining. They're not necessarily going to you know, they're going to score, but they're going to die trying, and they're fun to watch. There was there was this quote from um, from Tata Martino when. Uh, Almeida was in Argentina, and he said, he said uh, he really enjoys watching. I believe it was Banfield. He's like, I like watching Banfield play. It's too bad they never win anything. Yeah. About just hope that team. doesn't. That doesn't. Yeah, he was talking about Almeida's team. So I hope that doesn't happen. Well, see, that's the whole point. Yeah, I, no, I, I don't have a dog watch, in the hunt. Then, I just like watching the games. They're 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 fun to watch. No, yeah, that's that's something about about Almeida. And, I could see him uh, staying in, in Liga MX for a long time. I think I uh, he got, I don't, Yeah, no, I think he's staying. I, I thought he was trying to like jump ship, like you know, get, Damn, get back to it. Europe. I've got to tell you, I'm just you know, every time you come on, I just I feel I feel like I feel like 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 the the red light, like an ET when he knew he was coming home. The little red light came on. I think that's <laughs> I think that that's what's happening to you, Hoel. I, th- I think that you're you, you're sensing that the red light's coming on, and you're and, and you're going to go back home. We go. It's it's taken a no. while. It's taken yeah. a while, John. John, but, but, John but there he's, is no he's, home. He's, he's sipping on the on the Kool Aid now. Yeah, you. No. I mean, you've noticed it, right, Dan? I mean, it just we, oh, yeah. every week, just just little by little, it's it, no, it's there, like there it's is like no this, home, John. this well, self-loathing facade is, is being with, chipped away, and, and then like no. the, the, not only that, he he actually predicted that they'll win the the, the league. So that alone, I was like, oh wow. Well, that well, came but but Dan, como un ejercicio periodístico. Yes, exactly. I, I remember his argument. The team's been together a while. Um, they've made some additions. Uh, they've had some continuity. So, like, it's uh, it's, it's set up for them to win. Some of the stronger teams were going to have some problems, like Tigres and, and America. Right. Although they're ca- they're catching up right now, but uh, which again? Who, and who said we? Who said that was going to happen, Hoyt? Yes, I, I believe that was John. No, it was it was both of us. Both of us. Yeah, the, the gentleman agreement. That's right. Uh, exactly but, right. But yeah, no, no. Um, there is no home, man. That's that's the sad truth of it. it. It team belonged to the to the pueblo. Now it belongs to Vergara. It's it's whatever he wants it to be. So that that's the sad part for me. You know, it's not there. So the only way you'll give him your 
your undivided attention as if they win you a championship? No, not even, man. <clears throat> I I just don't. I, Chivas is gone, dude. I like the team. You know what it stood for, but it's it's now it's it's no longer really a club. It's, it's that now thing. Chivas Inc. Pretty much, you know, it's it's up to whatever <laughs> this guy wants. He, it's he moves Chivas, it from de, it's Chivas de Corazón. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is, yeah the, it's true. Te, yeah, te, yeah. Technically, the club still exists. It wow, still so exists. he's like he's he's like the he's like the usurper, uh, the usurper's brother. What's his name? Stannis. Where the, like it's really Chivas de Corazón, <laughs> which is, is 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 like the wasn't that his thing? Was the heart? Because he was, uh, uh, what wasn't that his? Uh, what they call those? The sigils or? His banners. Okay. Yeah. So is is Jorge Vergara the Stannis Baratheon of of, of Liga Mekis? No, they're they're more like uh, they're more like the other ones. The, the fake. What was it? Who Chivas? Other, um. Who the Lannisters? Yeah, there you go. No. They're, they're no like way. the Lannisters. <laughs> yeah, because he's the Lannister kids, uh, which was Tommen and the other guy. Uh, they, they're posing as Baratheons, but they're they're not. Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, so, this... and, so that's Chivas right and now. To make, he, and to make matters worse, Chivistas, and to make matters worse, you know when he when he paid off the socios, he basically paid them with their money. <laughs> the TV <laughs> money, right? <laughs> From <laughs> he did the old switcheroo, his classic switcheroo. <laughs> you know, switcheroo. Yeah, he and, and he, you know, yeah, he, he, the court, the courts in Guadalajara, three times they had, they have uh, ruled in favor of the, the dude, what's his name, Cardenas, that yeah, that, that, the, that you know the team, you know, belongs to uh to, to the to the nonprofit one, the blue, really, blue that that would be right there the good article because you know when all of this was going on and I remember when Vergara came and I was in team. You know, I I was in Team Vergara. I, I was I was all in, dude. And uh, I repost the uh, the uh, the Football Total uh, magazine that I have, where it says the El Proyecto Ambicioso de Jorge Vergara. Cardenas, <laughs> <laughs> but but you know, as the years have gone by, I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> this, this is the real good guy right here, man. He's the one guy that was fighting for it. You were lured by the complex, the JVC complex that he was going to build, and, and and all that type of stuff. Yeah, what, what what's happened to that the entertainment complex it, that's that's being it, built next it, to the stadium? I asked, I asked a uh, good friend Tom that goes to uh, covers Chivas on a biweekly basis, and I said, "Hey, is there any other buildings going on?" And he says it's abandoned. It's basically just the stadium. So the stadium yeah. was. A, Supposed to like kickstart the whole project, and they had like like this world class architects that did all these buildings because they were gonna be a museum. And did they have pretty a... drawings? Yeah, there was there was a whole website yeah, for have, the JBC. Did they have center. computer? Rend- did they have a computer rendering animation to show you how pretty it was gonna be? Yeah, I can I can do those Dude, by the way now. Ron, okay. Ron actually posted that a long time ago. See, but Ron was still looking but... there. But back then, I wasn't allowed to talk about it because people thought of it as me hating. You know, you know what? I but, was in that boat, Ron. But I, I was—I admit it—I was on that boat. I thought that. Cada quien, el tiempo le da la razón. 
<laughs> but but part of Ron was hating though. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I was not hating. Everything that I right. <laughs> everything that I posted, I was providing. I was providing uh, uh, links. You know, it's true. It is true. So I mean, it, it could have come across as as hating, but I was providing actual documentation, links. Said Fergata was doing, man. You use your tongue prettier <laughs> in a twenty dollar whore. <laughs> yeah, no, this this dude is is you know it's obvious he's gonna do whatever he wants at the club. He moved it, and uh, sister's still not that great, you know. Uh, and then he he uh he took him out of TV. He put him on uh you know on the internet. My, my favorite was uh. We're not going to prostitute the, the jersey, you know? And then, like, the oh. next season, <laughs> there's a, he, he prostitutes the jersey. I mean, to Bimbo. Yeah, yeah to, Bimbo came in. Yeah, yeah that, that was to me. <laughs> he dropped a big load of cash. <laughs> <laughs> that was classic. So so he did it's, not prostitute the team, and he put, and he put Bimbo on the shirt. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> Interesting. Or, or when he said... Uh, no, no more soda being sold at the stadium because, you know, I want the fans to be healthy. So just Chihuacola. Yeah, the Chihuacola, which I don't know what happened to that. And then uh, Do you not have like a, two a years, special it, commemorative it, bottle of Chihuacola? I was never able to get a hold of it, man. I wanted to How? try it. Now, when you go to eat I imagine it tasted like RC Cola. For the when life you, of me, John. For the life of me, John. Yes. I still don't know what Health Omni Life does, or I, or the, I don't <laughs> see how they sell their products. I'm thinking it's a front, dude. It, I, it I, I'm, a, I, I'm still a front. Like they had an Omni Life uh, office in Houston. I went there like <laughs> once or twice, and I'm like, "What the hell? Place was never open, dude." <laughs> well, isn't it? Isn't it like an, like an Amway? Isn't that what Omni Life is? It just it's just products of, of their own products. Uh, yeah, it's a pyramid. So, yeah, it's and yeah. They, they do the whole Herbalife thing because Vergara worked at Herbalife, and he he knew the owner, and he was trying to get him to. He said, uh, if if you could switch it up to powders, because he said like Latin Americans would be more willing to do powders and like supplement pills, and uh, the guy didn't want it, so so uh, he ended up just doing it himself because because the owner just didn't buy in. If you follow Vergara on Instagram or Twitter, I think he posted videos of uh, some of the products. Quite boring. <laughs> I thought he would convince you, Chickies, to. Uh, yeah, I thought, yeah I, thought, I thought Chickies was getting ready to give us the pitch. No. <laughs> I, I, I Guys, they have a really good dishwash soap. And uh, is, is somebody like like driving stuck? They're stuck with their turning signal? Yeah. Hey, no, sorry but, about that. But, but that's that's pretty much Chivas now. It's it, it stopped being a club and it's it's more of a you know um, it's it's part of the a company now and it that guy's gonna use it however he sees fit for other benefits. His best interests aren't really with with the club or the fans as much as he would say that stuff. So who knows, man? Who who knows? This this is to me what. He's like the third owner I've known. Personally? 
Joel, are you really, no, are you really, really in the pack of the Caballeros? Because I'm starting to think that you are. <laughs> no, no, I, I've just seen behind the curtain, and then you get disappointed, you know? Well, it's just, The great and powerful ass is not there. Show. It's just a show. Can, hey, John, or Chickies, can you download that song, El Be Mintio, by Iman Miguel, <laughs> and just kind of play it on the, play it really soft? No, but, but so see, you like, want, you want to you save know. this for the Pumas then? No, no, yeah, okay, yeah. Right, so. yeah get, get the song, uh, El Me Mintio, please. And, and just, just play while, while he talks, you know. <laughs> Ron, Ron's enjoying this a bit too much. Hey, Ron's, no, had, a, you uh, Ron's want, had a good week. Ron's, Ron's had a good you, week. You want, you want your owners to at least have a good connection with the club. Uh, I can see it with America. It's been with the family, uh, with, with the. I forget their names right now, man. No, no, I'm talking about America. You know, so so you could tell there's that that investment, you know, that 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 they care about the team. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, no, this guy, this guy would sell it, man. He. He just, I don't know what he's doing. He sold half of the team. You know, he got it back because his wife was appropriating funds, you know. Who knows what's going on with, with this other guy, which is Siguera. So, I, I, you know, who knows what will happen. But so it's hard. It's hard to have, to place, you know, my time and energy on the club that, it, it, you know. It well, just, you, you saw behind. So is that the curtain you saw behind? Did you, did you see uh, Did you see the monster? Overall, the overall football curtain, you know, just the way a lot of clubs are run. So it wasn't, you know? it wasn't specifically like some you like, like you walked in on Chivas, you know. <laughs> I walked in on Chivas. You know, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god! <laughs> You're ruined for me forever, and you run and ran, ran out of the house. Something like that, yeah. yeah okay, all right. Now I do, I do want to ask Dan because. Uh, uh, Dan, did you get a chance to go catch the uh, Santos uh, Cholos match? Being that it was right um, down the street from you, I did not. Uh, no, I'm, um, I, I went to California, California Adventure with the family. Oh, okay. Well, that was yeah. you probably would have had a better time there anyway. But uh, yeah, actually, <laughs> yeah. But they they did it again, man. That that, that they did it again. Be, ugh. I don't know. I guess I'm still uh, maybe blindly optimistic at this point, but I'm still thinking, you know, like they're, they're just like just uh, fractions away from, 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 from figuring it out and, and starting to win and, and getting wins. So like, if, if there's still time, oh, yeah, there's still time. So that, that's the one thing that I, I still think that there's time to, to, to tweak a couple things to try to, and maybe mm-hmm. being getting bounced out of the Copa is going to help uh, some of those starters that were playing both matches um weekly right. maybe there'll be a, just that teeny bit uh, fresher leg to hold on to the win i don't know but you know, I mean, yeah, maybe they could give those, uh, those 220 those 219 year olds uh, a shot the the was it uh cardenas is that his name oh cisneros cardenas, cisneros cisneros and then the other guy was it antuna yeah you know, you know, bring those guys off the bench see what they can do yeah, they're going to be getting they're going to, they're going to be getting uh, more chances. Uh, definitely, the the more uh, the more the that that the team because uh, you could blame it on yeah late goals that is, that is rough, but also that wouldn't be an issue if you had a two goal lead. 
Right. So um, I think uh, if if there were some more goals being scored, I, I think it would actually naturally fix a lot of those issues. Um, but see, that's why sometimes I don't understand coaches because I mean the dude is obviously hot. I mean he had, you know, he had a great tournament. Even though they didn't necessarily you know win the tournament itself, they they qualified. He was one of the the big reason why they did. He scored what six or seven goals or whatever it was, and then you know let him see what he can do. Throw him out there. Throw him out to the wolves. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I think it's definitely. Uh, I think the results are going to force the hand. So. Well, let's. Uh, yeah, it's definitely disappointing. But I will know. say this: I think I think this is something that you, as a Santos fan, and uh, and Ronnie's an America fan, I think can can take solace in is that uh, the uh, you know the Liguilla teams always favor the ones that come in with a lot of momentum, and and both teams are positioned to start acquiring a lot of momentum. And if you get that, then you have a really good, a real very realistic chance of winning the whole thing. Yeah, actually, I'm I'm going to say that's one thing that I think uh, may might end up hurting. Chivas, is that uh, maybe, just maybe they might peak too soon. But, because um, it's rare to see a team just be dominant throughout and then and then win the league. It's it's rare when you see that. You know, speaking of Chivas, where is our... Uh... He's been missing in action. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, we, we, haven't, hey, we haven't had a Chivas contra Chivas in a while. Wait, I, I just want to say, Dan, Chivas hasn't really been dominant. They just won the games they've had to win, but they haven't no, truly been dominant. Yeah, they, no, I, I wouldn't say dominant, but the point, the fact, the fact of the matter is that they are at the top of the league, so they are at least. Uh, yeah, from but a I mean, by one, by one point. See, yeah, see this know, is close enough. This isn't Chivas. This is Chepo contra Chepo. That, that, uh, that's Chepo. <laughs> Chepo contra Chepo. No, no, no. I, I'm, with you. Fun, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. But like uh, I, I just think that like uh, even still, like it's it, it almost seems uh, like you don't want to be in first place ever if if you're in the Mexican league. It seems like I will you say this. just want to you want to you want to just not not eke into the to the to the to the playoffs, but you want to figure it out maybe three or four weeks ahead of time. But but teams have won. Teams that have finished. Top three have one. What the, yes. Does it depend on how? Well, yeah, the top two and three teams do really well because the number one is gone all the time. But the, uh, I mean, you always have to look at how how the teams are playing when they get there because Tijuana was the number one team last, but they were playing very poorly at the end of the season, and they played poorly in the in the Liguilla. So, I mean, I, I do believe that that if, that if you're, I mean, let, you know, no, there's how often do we see one one or two teams just so head and shoulders above the rest? Of Liga Emeki, you say like, oh, there's still question that these two teams are going to make the final. It's just they're so much better. That never happens because every 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 team is so evenly balanced. I mean, are some I think are... I think Didis has flirted with that during certain moments, but like, but yeah, they haven't been able to 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 put any consistency uh, with that. I mean, the fact that they take uh, that they sit out the first half of the regular season. Right. I mean, I mean there's been like little mini dynasties, at least in the Liga era. Uh, I mean, America was dominant. Cruz Azul Toluca. was too, and Toluca, especially in the, in the torneos cortos. But uh, but now there's just there, there's the, the teams are so evenly matched that there's just a lot more. You know, there's there's no reason why people should be shocked that an eight team beats a one team. It just you know. So, well, we're hanging in there for you for, for you know because we, we we do want to see your little your little kid with uh, with the Santos. Uh, <laughs> Do you know? 
You know, I was going to mention it. Uh, I just remembered right now. But that was the one game I was looking forward uh, the Chivas Tigres and, and, you know, we didn't get to watch it because of the um, uh, the strike. The strike. But That's I, right. You, I, you, you I missed that, our show last week. You missed our that show would last have, week. You know, we, that would have given me a pretty good – that would have been a good measuring stick uh, because last season Chivas finished high, but they failed to beat the, the better teams. You well, know? are they going to make the it teams up? That were the stronger teams. Uh, are they going to yeah, make yeah, it up? Yeah, sure they Oh, I don't. I don't even know. I haven't I haven't paid attention to that. Uh, I think they did reschedule them. I, I I forget the date though. Oh, good. So we'll get we'll get uh, midweek soccer. Those are always fun. Yeah. So I mean, they beat Veracruz, but Veracruz is a mess. They're a hot they mess are, right and, now. And last, last, and, and 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 they are the super sotaneros. And there's more stuff going on, you know, behind. I mean, it's it's is it uh, with the yeah. owners. I think they're trying to sell the team. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. I, I think that ended up affecting them because, you know, they, at, the, at least they would have been putting a stronger fight. I, I think uh, the the federation, a lot of the owners probably want Cudi out of there too. Yeah, so I think that's that's been a big thing where it's like they probably know it, so they're like, fuck it, you know. What is the deal with Veracruz? I mean, I mean, I, mean, I think, Ronnie, you've, you've made mention of it. I mean, they – for whatever reason, have just uh, I mean, as far as getting a club team there, man, they have a lot of pull with 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 uh, with the federación. They really do. They they are for whatever reason they just. I mean, because the reason that team is there is because when La La Piedad came up in 2013, Veracruz just straight up bottom said, "You're coming to Veracruz," and that's, that's <laughs> and, and, and you're, and you're the, the new in the last in the last ten fifteen years that you know the, the that that team has gone through different. Uh, uh, ownership changes, uh, and also, you know, remember, and I think we we mentioned it a couple of weeks back. You know, that you know they there was a team playing as Tiburon, Tiburones Rojos, but then the, when the real Tiburones Rojos uh, <laughs> I remember that promoted was promoted. The other one had to they changed. They went they they went elsewhere, and then. Um, <laughs> It's just, it's 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 a shame because historically Veracruz has has been one of the pioneers in in in, 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 in Mexican football. So obviously that history that that it has, unfortunately, I just don't think that that uh, that the owners the owners have treated the, the the club the way it should be treated. You know, um, it, it's a shame. It's a shame because I've. I, I, I like that there's soccer in, in the Port of Veracruz, you know? And I got to tell you, I'm, I'm a big fan. I mean, I know that the, that the fans themselves can get pretty rowdy, and uh, but I'm a big fan of their stadium. I think their stadium is fantastic because it puts the fans right there. Yes, I mean, They yes. are right there. I know it's like 20,000, 30,000, but it looks like a really cool place to watch again. I, I wish that they I, – I hope that they refurbish it, you know, and uh, – and, uh, you know, really, you know, maybe even put a roof on, but I, I love that stadium. Yeah, it is a pretty cool stadium. And it, it always looks really great uh, when it was full. And that was the one thing I, I did notice about the uh, the Pumas America game is that uh, it was uh, it was a sellout. It was it was a good-looking crowd. But uh, unfortunately for me and for all Pumas fans all over the world, we had to just, just take it, <laughs> take it at the end with, uh, with America winning. Oof, it was uh, – it was it was not pleasant, but it happens, and uh, you know, 
like, like we said last season, you know, you can win the battles as long as we win the war. That's what matters. So. We uh, defense needs defense needs to be overhauled at Pumas. Yeah, well, old Dario Verón is uh, he's 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 been great, but it's time for him to to hang him up, or at least uh, you can keep playing. You just can't play here. Give him his. Uh, his adios. He can go back to Paraguay. seems to, to give their their players a long time, right? Well, they've always been real loyal uh, to their... Uh... Seemed like Leandro played there for decades. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the goalie Beltran was there forever. You know, and then some guys, you know, even even when they when they start, you know, they, they, they occasionally come back. Uh, youth. Even the youth, like Van Ranken. I remember people complaining about him a while back, and he's still he's still in there. Is is uh is we, is we don't trying to get a gig with the club after after retirement? You know, I'm not sure. I haven't really I haven't really uh, heard anything uh, of the sort. But it wouldn't surprise me at all. I mean, I would I would like it if he did. I mean, it's uh, you know, I think if if you spend the majority, you know, the bulk of your career in Mexico, it would make sense that if you want to continue your career, you know, to do it in a, in, a, in, a, in a league where you played. So I would have absolutely no problem. And, and that's why when people say that, oh, we have XX foreign coaches in the league. The reality is, yeah, they might be foreign by I mean, because they were born somewhere else. But I mean, as far as like knowing Mexican soccer, I mean, they're as Mexican as anybody else because because yeah. they, they they know the league inside and out. To, so I've never play, understood that to play that long with an institution of the importance of Pumas, the guy, the guy, man, he's earned his bones, dude. Yeah, there's no he's, question. Yeah, he's he's, he's been a, a terrific Puma. Yeah, he has. He, he's earned his bones, man. He he deserves, you know. He has my respect. He has my yeah. respect. What was it? Him or was it Canisa that in, in Mexico when they played Mexico, he got he got uh, just leveled, dude. Uh, was it? I don't remember. I think it was in the Copa America that I, mean, I saw that on got wiped out a few times, uh, but now I don't know. I don't know anything that was that was like 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 terribly memorable though. I think he got like like knocked out. If I recall, he was like like unconscious. I do remember him having to play because one of their uh, in, an, in in the 2010 World Cup, one of their guys got card accumulation, so he had to sit out. And uh, so Verón had to come in, and, and his game was Spain, and he played his he played his ass off. And Spain ended up winning, uh, but uh, he he shut them down pretty good, and the game was life. I mean, he played really well. That's good. Yeah, it, awesome. was, uh, it was it was good to see a Puma playing in a game of, of such import. And damn, you know, Paraguay, they should have won that game. Y'all remember that game? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Did you, were you I there? Did, I, did you go to that the, one? The only Spain game that I watched live in that World Cup was actually Spain versus Honduras. That I was, uh, if I'm not mistaken, if memory serves me, that was played in, in uh, not in Pretoria, in uh, and the other stadium in Johannesburg, the uh, oh soccer Ellis, city, where, oh the Ellis Park, Ellis Ellis Park, Ellis Park. If I'm not mistaken, the rugby stadium, and, uh, yeah, Ellis Park. I I saw, just there. I saw what was it? The North Korea, Brazil. There, I saw. Oh, I I forget. I saw like three matches. I don't I don't remember. I'd have to think about it again, but. Uh, no, yeah. Well, we don't want you to use your brain now. I mean, come on now. <laughs> yeah. But I, you know what? I really enjoyed that stadium, you know. Uh, Ellis, uh, it's an old rugby stadium, isn't it? Yeah, that's where they, that's where the, uh, I think, if I'm memory serves me, that's where they won their, the Rugby World Cup in, what was it, 95, I think? The spring, the spring box. The spring box, yep. 
But uh, yeah. Uh, speaking of Paraguay, uh, it was actually in the 2006 World Cup. I'm not going to lie, but this was one of the most entertaining matches that I saw in, in that particular World Cup was actually a match between Paraguay and, believe it or not, Trinidad and Tobago, dude. You know, it's funny you mentioned that because I liked that game, and I also liked was it in 2006 when Tunisia played Saudi Arabia. It was it was just thrilling end-to-end action. It was a really good game. Were, but were I bet I guarantee you no one watched it. Did you guys get some envelopes from Infantino? Well, no, what? well, Joel, I mean... Seems seem to be promoting the Molero World Cup game. They, they, yeah, they, they played for nothing. For that 40. Yeah, they've both already been eliminated, so they just went out and played. Because, yeah, look, it, it's be, you know, the second World Cup game that I watched in in Germany uh, in, in, uh, in Germany was uh, Paraguay, because the first, first day was uh, um, Germany-Costa Rica. That I uh, that I went to that I watched, and then I think the next the next day, if I'm, memory serves me, I, I was at the England Paraguay, uh, and that to me was just a boring game. It was terrible. Yeah. Does that mean we have a caller, Cheekies? Oh no, sorry, that was a uh, different. <laughs> that was that a different ding? Yeah. Was, uh... yeah. So. So yeah, um, but. I would I will say this that the the most boring game that I've ever witnessed live was at the World Cup and it was between the the what was it the Netherlands and the no 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 yeah yeah it was Netherlands and what was it Denmark and that's the one that's the match where uh, they caught a lot of that 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 uh, brewery in the Netherlands or whatever they caught a lot of uh, crap because they were doing flash marketing where they had Heineken. No, they hired it was they this this beer company hired a bunch of models, and they were dressed in all in in the in, in, oh, yeah, in, yeah. in orange. Do you remember? I that? remember seeing the picture. Yeah, I remember seeing. The I, I I posted I posted pictures of, of that. You know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Most, most, most boring game I saw on that World Cup was uh, France versus South Korea. It, so I was know, at the stadium and I, I wanted to see Sisu. But he was playing injured. That game was just boring. You know what the best part about that game was? It was it was refereed by by Benito Trulia. I have no idea, man. And uh, and well, you know, it's funny. How pathetic because... I am! I can tell you what what games the Mexican refs have, have refed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and um, another boring game that I watched uh, was uh, and and I to this day I I, I I don't forget you know I don't forgive myself on this one but. Uh, I had I had figured, you know I, so, I figured well, this must be really bad if you have to preface preface no, no. your story. When, with... I, when I was setting up, you know the the, the games I was going to attend to in the World Cup, I figured that Mexico was already going to be qualified along with Portugal, uh, you know, leading up to the last uh, match. You know, I thought that they were going to you know uh, you know have the six points or whatever, and that they were just going to showboat it, you know, or, you know, hot dog it. The, the last match. So I didn't watch Mexico, Portugal. Um, I, I watched Mexico against Iran. I, I saw Mexico versus uh, uh, the uh, Angola. Angola. Because that's that same day when Mexico played Portugal, uh, Argentina played Holland, the Netherlands. And I'm, and I, and I told myself, you know what, this is probably going to be a, a do or die match for these guys. You know, I said, I, I need to go to this game. And uh, I regretted it because it was I didn't, terrible. It was, dude. It was. It was fucking terrible. You know. You know. I'm sure that this is a riveting uh, 
radio for our audience to listen to. Hey, let, let me tell you about this other crappy game I went to. <laughs> well, it's funny. You re- I kind of remember those because I, I was let down, dude. Yeah, no, I, I understand. I've uh, I've experienced my my fair share of, uh, of of bad games. I did I did that f- the first uh, Argentina Chile Copa America. It was yeah, it was the same thing. It was just like ugh, this, this game was just awful. It's bad. So, uh, but uh, another, not as bad as that. That that was a real. That was a that was a, a grade A, just steaming turd. There's no question. Yeah. If you are changing subjects, what did you guys, uh, you know, uh, what's your take on? Because obviously, the, the, there's a Mexican, the Mexican press, you know, they're they're something else, but they've uh, they made international headlines, obviously. Oh, with the, uh, the the guy stealing the shirt. What <laughs> <laughs> an idiot! That guy's never going to work again, ever. I, 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 and then the fact that he'd done it three times, man, that was just. Uh... We, well, we, what is uh, if you guys have ever seen the footage of uh, of when Brazil when they won the World Cup and and the fans get on the field and they carry Pele and everything? Yeah. You notice what 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 what, what Pele is not wearing is <laughs> his shirt. Yeah. Someone ripped the shirt off. <laughs> so it's it's just a, I guess it's a cultural thing, you know. The guy wins some. Oh, I got to take your shirt, you know. Now, was he nice enough to leave his like his Oxford, you know, hanging there, you know, because he goes, "Oh yeah, let's trade shirts," and and, and he gave he gave Tom his shirt. So he took he took two of his shirts from Super Bowl. Yeah, and and one from two thousand five. So I thought it may it may boy I I guess two for sure. I'm not sure about the one in two thousand five, but yeah, but he definitely uh, took two for sure. Jesus. And he was the he was like the like the head that wasn't he like the head guy. He he was yeah he was the he was the metal metal. He was the okay. editor. He's the chief editor of the, of that division of uh, of, for that newspaper, for for uh, sports. What an idiot! Wow. What, what is the uh, appropriate picture? Is deportation triggering or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you, you had to have you know. It's like I, I was laughing reading all those memes. You know. Could you imagine the? Uh... Just the, I mean, you guys, you guys have been in the Sona Mixta and all that stuff. I mean, how on earth? Uh, I mean, would you ever consider doing anything like that? Oh, hey, look! Oh, look! Uh, Jenito left his sock. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna grab it. I mean, seriously. This is this is what uh, this is what I this is what I would take. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. In fact, Carlos <laughs> Albert did this with me. We were we 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 had taken down some posters of. Uh, of uh, 2006, uh, 2006 World Cup posters, you know, but you know they, they were on the they were you know on the wall with thumbtacks and stuff like that, and you know people were just taking stuff like that, you know, little you know like little stuff like that. But as far as like going into the locker rooms, dude, I've you know I've never I've never asked for an autograph uh, uh, in the games. Now, when like the teams would go practice like at Robertson Stadium. And like I'd go to Pumas and stuff, you know, Pumas and America and stuff like that. I would, I would, you know, the, some of the players that you know that I would see throughout, you know, the couple of days that they were there. I would, I would like, for example, I would get their autographs or I would get them to sign like magazines, you know, that I have. But never at the stadium, dude. I mean, I, I, I never wanted to risk my losing my credentials, you know. This guy was taking selfies before yeah. with players and stuff, and he, and he. I, 
you guys see the video? He was he premeditatedly did that. That was his whole purpose of even probably going to the game. Well, yeah. Notice that. Notice how he had his uh, uh, necktie covering his uh, his Just credentials. Me. Yeah, that yeah. was like man. Wow. So he he was he was casing the joint. <laughs> made his plans. He knew where the camera was. Well, he walked in behind the behind like the head coach and the staff. So he tried to mix in with them. Got in, both, in, and then uh, and then he looked at the camera, looked directly at the camera. He knew exactly what he was doing, and wow, did it really good. That's uh, you know, I just you know, I don't think whether he's a Mexican or whatever. I just, it's just he, to me, he's just a straight up dumbass. Yeah, you know, it's like you know, there's. You think he'll see jail time for what? It's a felony, dude. Where in the state? Where they're going to extradite him because he took Tom Tom Brady's jersey? No. You don't think so? No. If it was Piojo, they would have. Why on earth would they extradite a Mexican when they want to when they want to get rid of the Mexican criminals anyway? <laughs> if it was Piojo, they would have. Piojo was cussing out a fan and told him to meet him outside in the parking lot. Did and Piojo meet him outside? That guy was probably scared. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> But uh, the commission is going after. Is that what he said? Is that? Well, he said he said. That was something else. But now he was telling the guy, "Meet me outside, or tell me, tell me that to my face outside, or something like that." And then, uh, and now they're looking at the, at him when Tuca did the same thing to a whole bunch of fans, and they didn't do nothing. So they, they, people are just hating Piojo. It's because Tuca's earned the right, dude. Tuca can, you know, he can do whatever he wants. He has he has omni Tuca powers. Yeah. He has a what's that company that that runs Tigres? Cemex. Uh, Siner- no, Sinergia Deportiva. Yeah, Sinergia. The the all the top brass supposedly are are real, you know, close friends with Tuca. Yeah. Tuca ain't dumb. No. <laughs> Tuca Tuca's not dumb. Dude. He he protects he protects the the, the pacto de the caballeros. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He, you know he uh, he he protects that, and he's he's not stupid, dude. He's uh, he knows how to play the game. You know the the the, the political game. As far that's as, why like, I think he'd be a perfect national team coach. That's why you know my you know you know you know I'm, I'm I'm hoping on the off chance that he gets to. I hope I hope he does. I think I think he I think he he more you know as much as anybody deserves it. You know he's had a career as long as, as some other guys, but he wins. So, you know, and the players love him. On top of that, 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 that's what's so amazing is that he has such a grouchy persona out, out, you know, you know the, the outside of the locker room. But inside the locker room, this, this players just they just go nuts for him. They, they they absolutely adore him. Yeah, and one of the one of the funny uh, bits that I saw a couple of months back, you know, when they had the gas, gasolinas or whatever, right? He, oh yeah, complaining he about gas. gas. He's he's complaining about gas prices and the fuckers driving a goddamn Ferrari. <laughs> but he was being, you know, he was being, you know, funny about it. Right. I thought that that was cla- that's like classic Tuca. It was like, dude, that was hilarious. Yeah, I mean, Tuca's so smart because because he does all these, you know, all he has to do is just, you know, just get mad at one guy, and for a week, all the people are going to talk about, oh, Tuca, whatever. Oh, exactly. He just he just takes all the pressure off his. Uh, 
off his team. I mean, I mean, they just it's 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 he's he's masterful at it. He's he's so good at yeah. it. I would I would love you know, to see. You know, he did it when they were saying Tigres was going through a crisis because he tried to do the same thing, and he he squashed it pretty quick. <laughs> he's a uh, he's a master. You stand on my body, see? I was just so amazed, you know. You, when I hear that, it's like you know, I I hear him snap at reporters. I mean, other coaches they they do that. They're gonna have you know that those the press they're gonna hey, try and to, to to Tuka's credit when he did that and and he and he ran off. He came back twenty minutes later, apologized. Hey, you know, I got a little hot headed. I'm here to answer y'all's questions. And he went back and he took any and, and he took his questions. <laughs> But you know that's not the first time he's done that. You know where he starts. You know, but it's but it's all part of the act. I'm telling you, you know, Tuca gets away with it because because he wins and because he's Tuca. You know, I mean, the, 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 the you know people probably ask him questions kind of halfway, kind of hoping that they get that reaction. Oh, I, know, oh I I know for a fact that they do. Yeah, because you, know? you know schleps like me like playing because I mean, it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know and, and that's one of the reasons why I I also kind of let up on, on on La Volpe because seeing sometimes you know firsthand the the questions that they would they would ask him and how they would you know you know ask it's like you kind of like dude really it's like you you're trying to get it just to rise out of the coach, or you're just trying to cause you know more you know more bullshit, you know. You know, and to his credit, he hasn't he hasn't done it at all while he's been in America. He's he's been very uh, very laid back. He hasn't, you know, he did the one thing with the Cruz Azul guy, which was a calculated move, and it worked. Yeah. And uh, but as far as exploding against the press or you know you know picking fights with people, he just he just has it's been it's been no drama from La Volpe. So it's kind of disappointing because you know. You know, we, we, he just doesn't. Uh, he's not. He's 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 not giving you what you want, Ronnie. When you want the, uh, you want, I, want the controversy. Not so really. I, I, you know, I'd, I'd rather just, you know, for him being, you know, the, I, you know, I think this is going to be his last hurrah. I'd, I'd like it for it. I'd like it for him to to end it well. You know, it would be the great way for him to end it is, is to do a retirement tour and 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 coach the teams that he never won a championship with. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit, they, they'd have one to, by they'd, one. They'd have to. They'd have to bring back. Uh, what is it? Wajetepec or Wajetepec? Yeah, Wajetepec. That's who he started with. Yeah. Really? I, you know, I've. I've that was uh, one of my uh, my my school trips when I was in the sixth grade. We went to this like seguro social, uh, like like resort type place. You know, it was I had like dorms and stuff and a huge pool, and uh, it had a, it had a little soccer stadium. And then they were in the first division when we went. So so we got to go to one of their games. I couldn't tell you who they played, but, but it was uh, the if, if memory served me. If, if memory serves me. Uh, uh, Atlante was owned by Seguro Social, right? Uh, um, and then, and then they got into uh, after Seguro Social got you know got rid of them. That's when they went into relegation and stuff like that. But yeah, um, yeah, La, La Volpe, La Volpe. I mean, he he's paid his dues, believe it or not. I uh, just 
just hear the pitch. Miren, no, no gané un trofeo aquí con ustedes y yo me quiero despedir por no ganando trofeo con ustedes nuevamente. ¿Está bien? Bien. Si quieren. I, 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 think, I think that, you know, look, prior, prior to the meltdown that he had in 96 when he coached America for the first time, the teams that he had coached, quote unquote, were, were smaller teams and smaller markets. Even Atlanta, although he did very well with them, you know. It, it, it was that it's a type of team where, where I mean, they played in you know they used to call it Nesa York you know and they played in, in you know the, the the players like in, in Mohammed or, oh in uh, Nesa eighty six yeah I mean it, it was just uh, it, it didn't they were you know they were a good a good squad obviously the players and stuff like that and and La Volpe did you know really good there. But when he went to America, that was really the first time where he was with a team that had that that really huge media presence and maybe that impulsive you know nature that he that you know that he has just didn't really sit well, and you know he, he that's you know he he got kicked off he got he got fired from there, and then uh, I know that if uh, I think he coached he also coached Chivas for a while, several times. Uh, I think twice. I think he has like, like like two or three stamps from from Chivas on his card. Chivas, and um, and then Atlas. You know, that's obviously he he did you know good with you know he did well with Atlas. He had a although they they never won. They went to a final. You know those games, those Atlas games back in the late nineties, dude. They were fun as hell to watch. Isn't that when Atlas had uh, Daniel Osorio and all those guys? They had yeah Daniel Osorio. They had Miguel Cepeda. Cepeda. They had. Um, That, that all, you also have that player that uh, that promising player that, that got into an accident and chopped they chopped off his leg. I forget his name. Oh, I'm thinking of they, Daniel Sorno. Sorno, uh, no, sorry, Sorno. Yeah, yeah. Um, they had uh, Cabuto. Uh, they had what's his name, Macias. If I'm and, and even they, with all that talent, they had, uh, did they, they win a championship? They, they had Misionero Castillo. Um, They had, a good, they had a good team. They, they had a really, really good team. But they were fun as hell to watch. Um, well, is it, then, isn't Rafa on that team at that point? Rafa wasn't. Rafa wasn't there for that long, though. You know, he, he was. There, he did play the final. He did play the final where they lost to Luca, and then. But it, after that, after that season, that's when he went off to Monaco. Right. Um. And then after Toluca, he went to. Uh, I'm sorry. After Atlas, he went to the to Toluca, and you know he. He he did well with Toluca, but I mean, obviously, Ojitos Mesa, you know, built that team. But you know, he he did well. And then he got the Mexico gig, and then he like, quote unquote, phoned it in. Yeah, I mean, he, but he uh, wasn't technically the coach. And then he got to I mean, Mexico. I, I I often wonder. I often wonder what would have happened if he would have beaten. You know, Mexico would have beaten Argentina. I wonder if if they would have given him. Uh, Another four years. I wonder. I, I, I truly wonder. Um, well, all I remember about that period in your in your relationship with La Volpe is that you were hell bent against it. <laughs> I was. I'm not gonna lie. I was. You were, you were a raging anti La Volpe. I I was pissed off so that La that La Puente, you know, that La Puente, what do you call it, was fired for less, dude. And that's and that's one of the things that I was like, you know. That, hey, you don't have but, to tell me that they they, they like, can't vote after qualifying for the World Cup. 
you know, like, How you dare know, you got, qualify? You know, talking to, to, to Preciado last week, you know, it's like, well, that's one of the things I, please, you know, when I see Osorio and, you know, getting, you know, raped 7 nothing, I'm like, dude, there have been better coaches that have been fired for less, you know? Ronnie's I mean, that's not, that's not, you know, Osorio's fault, you know, that's pendejo nosotros, you know, porque nos dejamos, but, but oh. oh, well. The, uh, I still like you. You said this last week. You know, La Puente's '98 team was fun as hell to watch. And and one and one of the things I always tell people when they say, "Oh, La Puente," you know, he, he's too defensive. He's too defensive. To date, that's the most offensive uh, Mexico team you know we've ever had in, in terms of goal output. Oh yeah, that they scored seven goals. It was uh, it was it was or, yes, two, three, no, eight goals. They scored eight goals yeah. in that tournament. So in terms of in, in terms of goal production, that was you know Mexico's most offensive. No, yeah, they were uh, they were very entertaining. I mean, they just had I mean, and, and, and they, they were doing things that no at least and, and since I've been watching, they were doing things that no Mexico team had ever done. Like they bring in uh, Cabrito, who was just such a massive change of pace with the speed that yeah. they just had never had a guy like that. At least that I, that since I've been watching, it's like wow, that is like, you know, this is what a what a real team does. They actually have. You know different things that they can do. It's, it was it was always like the same, 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 same for so long, and it was just it was just great to see uh, just you know different elements being brought in, which is something that that had just hadn't happened for Mexico uh, yeah. up until that time. Yeah, so they were they were terrific. I mean that first game against uh, Korea, Korea when 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 Matador got that second goal, I don't know, I, I was I think I was dancing for fifteen minutes. I mean that was a that was a great win. Yeah, I remember that clearly because I was uh, the game was like at ten uh, Austin time, and I was at the HEB buying my beer like at nine, and the entire supermarket <laughs> was full of Mexican dudes buying beer. It was it was hilarious. I mean, I think I think we even started a little cheer in the in in, in inside the uh, the supermarket. There's a I don't know I don't know if it's still around. Uh... BW3s in Houston. It's uh, Buffalo Wings. Right. I, I watched a lot of uh, – at the, at the time, we didn't have our fraternity. They had torn down the fraternity house, and they were building our new one. Yeah, so just like so, Delta House, they, they tore it down? Man, that's – Well, yeah, because our alumni basically bought us – or they, they, uh, they were building us a, a new house. My advice uh, to you is to start drinking heavily. So we, I watched a lot of, I watched a lot of games in my apartment, and I watched a lot of games at BW3s. Uh, one of the ones that I watched was uh, when Michael Owen became, uh, you know, a superstar, an international superstar, you know, against Argentina. Uh, yeah, against Argentina. Yeah, that was a, that was a good game. I'm not gonna lie, I, I ran out of cigarettes during the uh, the Mexico Germany game, and I had to run to the Seven Eleven. Uh, and it was right after they scored the goal, and I was like in a freaking panic because I wasn't expecting it at all. You know, it's like, you know, that's a game. I mean, honestly, if anybody was Mexico fan, it's, it's like a game where like you hang on and hope that you know hope that something crazy happens, and then that was the crazy thing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I was like, I, I I was so pissed at myself for not getting it before. I was like, I did it, and I had to have because I, I would smoke like three packs of three packs of uh, not a day but a game. I would I would smoke so much. Do you still smoke, uh, John? Oh no, I, I quit smoking twenty years ago. But uh, uh, like, like yeah, soon after that is when it's like, you know what? Maybe it's, maybe it's time for me to quit. No, 
Uh, I actually stopped I, that New Year's the New Year's Day after that uh, New Year's Day nineteen ninety nine was the last time I stopped. I, I, I stopped uh, in in uh, two thousand four, uh, March March was it, March fifteenth. Uh, I knew that I was kind of cured from it when uh, when I could watch an uh, an America game, uh, and, oh, so and, and, and not get uh, withdrawals. You know. So you were a chain smoking America fan. Interesting. I was. How many? Would you, would you go through a full pack? I would. There were t- there were days where I'd be I'd be you know I'm not talking about days. days I'm talking about games. Uh, Let me put you this way: not would, a, not you, an entire pack throughout a throughout a game. Would you only I, have to use the lighter once? Because you're like, oh, I got one right here. <laughs> <laughs> were, were you that bad, John? Oh, during during Mexico games, absolutely. I was I was I was a nervous wreck. I I, could, I mean I, I would never smoke an entire. Fire pack during just uh, you know, dude. I'm telling you, I, I I would seriously get into a sale. I would be so nervous that I'd forget that I'd have one lit, that I'd light another one, and then I would just take turns smoking both of them. You know, it was, <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I, I was, I was a, uh, I was a nervous wreck, and it's the only thing for any other, just no other sport teams. It just doesn't matter. It's just, it's just that it was, it was, and back then, especially for whatever reason, it, just, it was just really important to me. So yeah, I would, I would just. You know the nerves were. were, I'm, were great. I'm glad. I'm glad I quit smoking. You know. You know. Then, because you know, relatively, you know, cigarettes were still cheap. Now, to Jesus Christ. Oh, it's like six bucks a pack now, isn't it? It's something. That's, it's insane. I can't imagine being a smoker now. Yeah, in some places, dude. Oh, how much eight, is nine. That means the laws are working. That's the whole point. Let's make it expensive so that way, you know, people stop smoking. I'm just going to say that was our mystery guest. Yes, sir. Our mystery guest. Mystery guest. Feel free to interject whenever you want, mystery guest. Hello. I am from Alaska, listening to this podcast. <laughs> Wait, was I supposed to continue? No, it's all right. Uh, <laughs> I, actually, I... Uh, I forgot what we were talking about. Ronnie's rant. Oh, that's right about the about the La Puente teams. So, so, so you would smoke a lot during the games, Ronnie. Did you also buy yourself a La Puente hat? Would you, would you wear the La Puente hat? Do you have well, the La Puente? Las Morinas? No, hell no. No, no. You know, Ronnie, we have we have, we have bets going with Dana. Dan, uh, his bet is if, if Santos wins, he gets the you know he'll paint his his kid's face with the. With the green and white war paint, you know, Joel, Joel is going to cut his hair in the style of of, of whatever Alan Pulido has at the time. I think for you, Ronnie, if, if America wins, you should grow a La Volpe style mustache, and 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 you and, and and you can send us the proof. But all you have to do, I know you're very secretive. All you have to do is just send us the mustache by you, just just the mustache. I actually, I actually, mustache. I actually sported a mustache uh, about two three years ago for about. I don't know, maybe about a four or five months. I sported, I sported it, dude. Uh, I had, I had kind of like a, I like a, almost like a Fu Manchu, not a Fu Manchu, the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the, <laughs> the goatee. No, 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 it wasn't no, the goatee. No, it wasn't the, the handlebar. Goatee. The handlebar. It, it, the one that, like the, the one like uh, the one that like Hulk Hogan has. The one that uh, where it extends down, you know. Yeah, go the, the handlebar. Not yeah, I think handlebar? is it called a handlebar? Yeah, it's not yeah, the, the goatee. Because it, 
yeah, because I didn't, I didn't wrap around, but I, I had that, I had, I had that going on for about, you know, I don't know, five, <laughs> six months, dude. Yeah, so, you know? so you, just, you just grow just a big bushy caterpillar because obviously you can grow one, and then just you just my, send it that. My, uh, you know, that that's how you can celebrate America's America's uh, Ligia victory. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! I'll, I'll I'll sport the mustache if America wins the Ligia. All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, you hear you heard it here first. So, so Joel, if 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 Ron is going to do that, then you, then you have to do the. You don't have to necessarily Joel. You know, get the haircut, but at least do the hairdo. You know, I think I think I, I think Coelho, you could either I, do rather, that or you could sing I'd, or you could sing Guadalajara for us. I, I'd rather see Coelho dance the pulido dance. Which oh. one? He has he has several. <laughs> oh, I, know. I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> so I'm telling I'm telling you, uh, Joel, you can. Joel, have you have you made that your uh, your ringtone yet? No, no, no sir. I, 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 I have not. A friend of mine, um, I mean, one of the guys that helped me get into the business back when I was younger, uh, was a Vicente's tour manager in the mid '80s, and uh, he had some good Vicente stories. <laughs> Well, gentlemen, I think that we've uh, we've gone over our allotted time. We wanted to keep it closer to two hours, so I think we're probably at a good spot where we can uh, we can end the show. But uh, before we go, I do want to get y'all's uh, y'all's prediction for the for the big game on Friday, and then uh, the next game, the next one's gonna be like on Tuesday, right? Does anybody know? Anyone have the calendar in front of them? Mexico. 24th, Mexico, 28th. So that's what that is a Tuesday, isn't it? Or a Monday? Tuesday, yeah. Yeah. So maybe we should uh, we should do a special uh, post-game edition. If, uh, I mean, if they're playing in Trinidad, so it's not sounding like they're going to be playing real late. They might be playing relatively early. So maybe we can like you know do it like at a regular time. Be uh, will either be. Well, it would be a whole range of emotions possible for that. Yes. So uh, that that should be. Uh, it should, but anyway, before we do that, though, we do have to get predictions in. So I'll, I'll go down. I'll go down the line uh, that I, that I have here. And first guy is uh, is uh, Chiquis. Chiquis, what's going to happen? What, who wins? Who loses? Draw? What you got? El pronóstico. Mexico will win uh, one to zero. One zero. Joel. 2-0. Grandmaster. Oh, Grandmaster is, is muted right now. Perhaps he'll be back. I do think it's also going to be a Mexico win, and I think it's going to be I think it's going to be 2-0 as well. Um, I think that there'll be one with a penalty and another one probably like on a, on a tiro de esquina is, is what I think is going to happen. So maybe we can get some uh, predictions from some of our folks that are that are still watching us. Uh, if anybody has a prediction, or maybe they did earlier on the chat, I wasn't sure if we saw any any predictions on the chat. We had quite a chat going tonight, Chiquis. Speaking of t- uh, tiro de esquina, Martin did a video on the uh, on the short the short corner kicks saying that mm-hmm. they're useless, <laughs> and uh, 
That's pretty interesting. He he did stats on uh, the amount of goals that are actually scored on those types of corner kicks as opposed to the just regular cross corner kicks. Right. Uh, it's quite quite more advantageous just to kick the ball across. Yeah, because I mean, you have you know you could have like one extra guy in there. I mean, if you're, if you're gonna go through the uh, the trouble of of, of of kicking, well, why would you have one less guy in there to to help you out? If you're gonna go for the trouble of keeping him down there. Yeah, he he calls it the Lavalpina corner kick because I guess Lavalpis started doing it whenever he took over the national team. So uh, I guess I don't know if we're going to hear from Ryan. It looks like our mystery guest uh, is no longer with us, so I was hoping to get one from his. Oh, Ronnie is back. Ronnie, your prediction yep. for the your prediction for the game? Uh, two nothing, uh, Mexico. Wow! So everyone uh, everyone is uh, in agreement. Now, uh, if we don't get it, we won't get a chance to talk Tuesday. So Tuesday, all of, all of you think they're going to win. What happens in Trinidad? And I'll go with uh, with Chiquis again. Uh, I think two nothing. See the Mexico win again. Yeah. Joel. Wait, what happened? <laughs> Mexico plays Trinidad on Tuesday. What is your What is your prediction? Oh, for? after. Yeah, yeah. Remember, remember, remember you've already you've already said Mexico's won, so you have to base it on what oh, you, what you know. So. Going off of that. Yeah. I say they they will get a tie, one one. Ron, uh, I think that they're two one. Two one. I kind of, I'm kind of leaning with with Hoy. I think it'll be a tie, and I think it'll be one where they, where they, where it happens late. I'm not sure if it's going to be Mexico or Trinidad where they, where who does it, but I think it'll be a late, uh, a late, a late draw. And I think two two because I do think that Mexico is going to, especially if they get the win, which we all think we were, they're going to, they're going to have a little bit of a. Of a problem focusing, maybe I think they're going to be a little. Their energy is not going to be as high as as, as it would have been. One would hope Friday night. So I think they will get the draw. I think they'll be happy with the four points, and uh, that would give them eight points. Obviously, having ten points before the June games would be huge. But but eight points is, is definitely uh, much more manageable because at this time in the in the previous one, I believe they had uh, after the fourth game, I think they only had four points because they had four draws. I believe that's correct. Yes, I, I believe that is correct. So, all right. So everyone thinks they're going. Mexico's going to win, and they're going to uh, at least take take a few points in uh, Trinidad when they travel down to the Caribbean for that game on Tuesday. Well, folks, that does uh, wrap it up here on the Cantina Mickey's podcast. Uh, do want to thank you guys for joining us. Uh, my name is John Jagu, and uh, do want to say goodbye to uh, to uh, Chiquis Albert Campa for again setting all this up. Yeah, had fun. One last uh, shout out from uh, uh, Camila. It's always it's always good to have shout outs at the end of the show. Thank you, Chiquis, and we'll uh, look forward to talking to you next week, Joel. Aceves down in South Los Angeles. Thanks for joining us again. Thank you, sir, John. Uh, a pleasure, Ronnie. Glad you could make it. Uh, congratulations on your on your big win uh, this weekend. With Amen. thank you, John. Just, uh, just so that you don't feel that that I, that I do feel the pain, I'll just, just just for a little bit. 
to remind myself that we lost and to look at accident. This has been the the those has, the uh, I do this every time at the end. The Cantina Mekis podcast. Uh, my name is John Chagut. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, we'll talk to you next week, uh, maybe on Tuesday or Wednesday. We will uh, figure it out. But uh, either way, we'll uh, talk to you guys next week. Thank you for joining us here live on YouTube, and you can listen to this and every previous edition of this podcast uh, downloaded on the podcast center iTunes or. Thanks very much for joining us, everybody.